What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Fibercast podcast, the platform for inspiration and optimization, where I believe that every single fucking person on this planet is an outlier in their own right because they have a story that's worth telling. I can't stress that enough. You know, nowadays, everybody, everybody thinks so, so lowly of themselves. Like most people aren't secure enough to admit their own greatness and to defend it, you know, because it's more comfortable for you to just acknowledge outside influences and peer pressure that leads you into succumbing to standards that society imposes upon you and thrusts upon you instead of you actually taking taking action and taking responsibility for standing up for yourself and for your own greatness. And that kind of encapsulates what was discussed in this episode with Hattie, who's easily one of the more inspirational people I follow on social media platforms, but legitimately inspirational, like not that corny Gymshark athlete, do it for the cameras, do it for, no, like this guy, he has the mindset, like the mindset that he's managed to cultivate, the spirit that he's managed to, to develop throughout his journey, throughout his experience has resulted in who he is now and more so reflects on the actions that he takes, on the journey that he's encompassing, on just all of the above. And it was a great, fantastic episode. We delve into a range of different topics. Like any other episode, I think there's something for everybody here. Um, We touched on, you know, the importance of valuing your parents and valuing family and paying them back once you've uh, reached or extrapolated to different levels in life we also touched on the hunger mindset we touched on creating difficulties and the fabrication of difficulties in modern days um just a lot of stuff man it's a great episode i think you'll like it i think you'll enjoy it um once again like always thank you so much for listening um if you could leave a review if you could rate this podcast it helps get it in front of people who may also appreciate it so it helps us climb the charts it helps us move this podcast along um if you can share it on your instagram if you found something that's enlightening um something that appealed to you and that you resonate strongly with don't be afraid to post it don't be afraid to tag me on instagram to add me on instagram um, where i post the video format and yeah without any further ado here's, here's the episode with hattie and hope you enjoy. Rolling. Here we go. Love. Live. Finally, after an hour. I feel like I've said this countless times on the podcast throughout other episodes. It's like, finally up. We're finally live because there's always something. It's always the audio. It's always the cameras. It's always like something different. Wait, man. Uh, how have you been? Good, man. Can't how complain. are you right now with the cold outside and Christmas approaching? Like, are you excited? Are you yeah. in the holiday spirit? Are you kicking ass? Kicking <laughs> kick, kick ass, ass regardless yeah. if it's Christmas or not. Yeah. What do you think about Christmas? Like, do you celebrate Christmas? Like, so are you I a don't, holiday person? Don't. I don't celebrate. I'm Muslim, so I don't celebrate Christmas. But um, okay. I'm all for the holidays. As long as holiday people are spirit happy. Yeah, holiday stuff, spirit. Yeah. I'm with it. As yeah. long as everybody's happy. Yeah. What do you think about that part, though? Of like, um, so. For example, let's say that you and I were um, in a working relationship type of thing. It's like uh, we work at the same company uh, and we're just buddies at a company, right? Mm -hmm. Let's say I didn't know that you were Muslim and I said on my way out, 
into the holidays to go home, I just turned back and said, hey, Hattie, uh, Merry Christmas. Mm. It seems, you know, like, obviously, like, you would tell me, like, hey, like, by the way, like, I don't celebrate Christmas, but thanks anyways. I appreciate it. Happy yeah. holidays. The reason I'm saying this is because recently I read somewhere that a comedian, uh, Whitney Cummings, she was sharing a story of when she worked for this um, TV show. Mm. And she did that to, like, a group of, like, three people, five people that were left behind as she was walking out to go home. She turned around and said, hey, guys, Merry Christmas. And then one of those people filed a complaint against her because they didn't feel comfortable with the terminology that she was using. No, I mean, I, if, what so, do you think about if that? that happens to me, I'm like, oh, Merry Christmas. Enjoy your time. Like, well, I don't got to tell you, oh, by the way, stop. Yeah. I don't celebrate Christmas. Stop. <laughs> Let me explain something to you. It's like, sit down. Do you have some time? It's like, <laughs> no, yo, but filing a complaint, and I think they tried to sue her as well. It's a very, very sensitive generation we live in. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Like, that... I just wanted to start off with that because, you know, just like you said, um, it's a, it's a, it, it's a very uplifting, um, just spirit yeah, in general. I, right? I don't holiday. celebrate Christmas, but I'm happy on Christmas too. Like I, I'll scroll on Instagram. Everybody's mm-hmm. happy. It's like, it's Everybody's good vibes. You know? and stuff. Yeah, it's, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's, I'll never take offense. I'll say Merry Christmas back. I don't even take the time to stop yeah, you yeah, to let yeah, you know that like, I don't celebrate. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So, so during Christmas for, for you, like, what do you usually do? Like, is it like, is there another holiday that? Nah, nah, it's just no, it's a normal day. It's just a normal day. I got my day, day off of work. Okay. That's good. <laughs> yeah, but I'm still. It's like we yeah. have other holidays. We have yeah, yeah. um like Ramadan. I don't know if you know. You felt like fast for yeah, the yeah, month. Yeah. So it's for the whole month that you it's guys for the fast. whole month, bro. That's crazy. Mental toughness. I thought it was like for a week or something like no, that. No, no, it's thirty days. So this year it's gonna be like around May, and just sunrise, sundown, no food, no water. Sunrise, sundown, no food, no water. No water. Jesus yeah, Christ. yeah, no water. Everyone asks, like, no water? Like, yeah, no water. Um, it's cool, though, bro. What the fuck? I suggest everybody tries it at least <laughs> once in their life. And that's because yeah. um, the way I look at it is, like, you're hungry. So, like, when you're, like, that's why people fast. You know, when people do intermittent mm-hmm. fasting, like, mm-hmm. also has, like, the fat burning benefits, the metabolism. Yep. Ah, but it's the hunger. Like, almost, yeah. like. You can translate it like you're in a like when you're hungry, you're literally in a hungry mind state. Like you're what like when you're hungry for something, mm-hmm. like when you're hungry for success, you're always chasing it. So when I'm like almost throughout the day when I'm hungry, I'm like I my I'm actually hungry. Like I want to go train. I want to do this. It's harder because you don't have the energy, mm-hmm. but it's different and it tests you mm-hmm. and it shows you. You can see that. You know, when you get to the end of the day and you finally get to drink water, mm-hmm. you, you take this for granted, bro. Yeah. You take this yeah, for granted. And then yeah, you drink water, you're true. like, damn. Like, I forgot what that. Yeah. I think, you know what I'm saying? It's it's the scarcity aspect of it. It yeah. just makes you value it more. Yeah. It's like, fuck. Like, Even food. No food. Yeah. You start looking forward to everything. Like, you start Especially thinking about food. every food. The most dangerous thing is to do is, like, go shopping. Like, wow. Oh, go, yeah, go on to, an empty stomach. Yeah, go to, like, shop yeah. right when yeah. you're about to, like, Dude, I'll, I'll buy the whole store. In general, like, that's a rule of thumb for even if you're not fasting. But if you're a little bit hungry and you go shopping, that's not a good thing to do. Like, yeah. I always make sure that I'm on, like, a full stomach. I'll go there objectively. I'm like, all yeah. right, I'm going to get this, this, a this. loaf of bread and this and this and this and milk, <laughs> and then, you know, to avoid bringing everything. Yeah. But that's a um, that's actually one of the things that I read once. Um, it's It just curates this mentality and this mindset of, like, scarcity. But it also brings you back to, like... Um, our ancestors type of thing it's yeah. like people people nowadays like they like they're so used to waking up and having breakfast right. easily available right. having you know six meals a day eight meals a day 
But realistically speaking, you would wake up, just like you said, um, once the sun's up, you're yeah. up and running, yeah. and you would be like scavenging for food, hunting for food, food. and some days you would go and without eating. That's the just, thing. You're like, that's the hunt. That's the hunger. The hunt. You're yeah. hungry. So you have to change. Like, that's, that's what you, like you said, our ancestors, like, yeah. You're hungry, so if I don't if I don't do this, I'm not gonna eat. If you don't move, you're gonna I'm die. Not, I'm not gonna eat. Yeah. So I gotta feed my family. I gotta. How am I like? You're yeah. hungry for. You have to do it. Yeah. There's no choice. Kind of translates. Like when you wake up, if you're hungry, 100%. it's like I gotta. I even though it doesn't really correlate, like I gotta get things done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like also a sense of urgency too. It's like um, exactly. You have to get things done, and you're risk i guess of procrastinating will be less if you're on an empty stomach and you don't have that you know loaf of bread to like fall back on what happens example, when you get, what happens when you get full you, you're just like you, you stop. get complacent you get yeah. complacent yeah. whenever i eat a full meal it's like all right i just want to chill now you know yeah. what i mean yeah Sleep i just want to sit back bit, when i'm hungry out. it's yeah. like it's you got to move you know you got to do something it's urgent it's like different yeah so how so would you say that the mindset that you develop and that you have developed, obviously, throughout your years of life. Um, during Ramadan, for example, is it Ramadan? Yeah, Ramadan. Ramadan. Um, do you think that you've you've managed to, like, externalize that and transcend it into your day-to-day life? Because, obviously, like, you're a very focused and driven individual, right? And I think that one of the questions that we got is how do you avoid complacency? Mm. So, like, how do you... On like normal days, normal months, um, sustain that mindset without literally starving yourself physically. Like, mm. how do you do it mentally? Like, do you starve yourself mentally? Do you like? Yeah, I I think it's do? just that no matter how much I achieve, mm-hmm. I think it's not enough. Like I said, like the complacent thing. Like, yeah, you just I just don't get complete. It's like if I get this, okay, but what about this? Mm-hmm. If I get that, what's next? You know, I want more. Mm-hmm. Like, and um. I think whatever I achieve isn't even anything yet. You know what I'm saying? Anything I've done, I don't I don't really give myself too much credit. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what keeps me hungry because mm-hmm. my goals are just a lot bigger than that. Okay. So you don't allow yourself to fully indulge. And because a lot of people, for example, let's say that you just, uh, you were just nominated the CEO of a company and you reached one of your goals. A lot yeah. of people, they sit in that position and they let it kind of consume them rather than sitting in it, acknowledging it, embracing it. Um, learning from it, absorbing everything, and then moving forward, moving on. Like people stay there. So like yeah. not just that, but like let's say that you buy a new house or you you yeah. buy a new car, a new relationship, whatever it may be. Like people, they die there, kind of yeah. thing, right? Nah. Like there's no like after that. Yeah, I hear you. I celebrate success for like five minutes, bro. That's yeah. I celebrate for success for like literally five minutes. So I'll do something crazy. I'll get a new position or whatever it is. Mm-hmm. I celebrate in that moment for five minutes. I allow. I indulge in that moment. It's like all right, what's next? We gotta move. Yeah. Why do you think you have that mindset though? Like, like, do you think that it's inherent? Uh, I think it's you... just over, over the years. So, like, years. when I was younger, I played soccer my whole life. Like, I, my whole life, I wanted to play professionally. Mm-hmm. And I like to say I was talent. I was talented, but not like nowhere near like other people. Yeah. But I was always like, I just want to be the best. Mm-hmm. That's how I am. I guess that's inherited. My mom always told yeah. me I'm the best. Yeah. No matter what I did. Okay. I could throw an airplane, but you're the best, best airplane thrower. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I believed it. And yeah, it was self-belief. It was like, yeah. yeah, you're right. I am the best airplane thrower. You believe so, yourself, yeah. I guess like constantly my whole life I was driven off of hard work. I was like, oh, I'm not good enough, so I got to train. So if I had to train four hours while you were training one, I'll do it. I don't care. I'll sacrifice. Mm-hmm. 
And I guess that kind of, after my career kind of ended, after college, mm -hmm. I just kept, I kept that mentality though. Like that hard work. I need something to chase. Mm -hmm. Like my whole life I've been chasing, I was chasing that goal, you know? And, and now it's like, I got to keep, like, all I know how to do is chase. So I just keep. Damn, that's powerful. All I know how to do is chase. Yeah. I just keep yeah, like, yeah. bro, it's like, I love, and it sounds, it's, I love like, it's going to sound weird. I love eating shit, you know? Mm -hmm. Like I love dancing in the fire. I get like, it though. Yeah, like yeah. I, I love not having it. Like the fact that I'm chasing something every morning, I'm looking forward to. It. I feel like if I ever hit a point mm -hmm. where I'm like, okay, I got it now. I'm on. I, I don't need it. You know, I got it. Whatever. And then I'm like, then what? Yeah. Well, that's why. That's why I think it's better to be born in a situation. Like I was born in a tough situation, mm -hmm. and my whole life I felt like I was grinding towards something. Like, oh, I want my family to get in the house. I want yeah. my family to do this. Yeah. I want to get this. Mm -hmm. And I'm always chasing. So every day I wake up, I'm motivated. I don't need like to watch a YouTube video to motivate me. I have mm -hmm. internal internal factors that drive me. Mm -hmm. And I like even when I don't have anything to chase, I'll find something. I'm like, okay, yeah. well that's my new goal. Yeah, you know, I want and I and I'll make short term ones. So like next week I I want this. Yeah, the week after that I need this. The end of this month I need this, and in two months I need this. I do that with money, mm -hmm. with like the goals in general, PRs in the gym, yeah, with everything. That way, I'm always chasing something. Yeah. If this goal fails, okay, we, that one's right next week. We got to push this one off. We got to do this. We got to do that. Yeah. And you're constantly pushing. Then you're never complacent. I'm always happy. Ha chasing something is what makes me happy. Mm -hmm. Hard work is what makes me happy. It's just that gratification knowing that you're capable of acquiring something, too. Yeah. It's like, but that's also very interesting in the sense where your mother kind of um, helped kind of create that mindset too from a young age because i feel like a lot of people a lot of kids from this generation for example like they're very nerfed right like yeah. i have like a cousin for example like all he does is play fortnite he plays video games uh. and stuff so his mother um she facilitates those addictions and she facilitates those those um scenarios of complacency for example by giving him more stuff and more video games uh. and more stuff and it doesn't really correlate with like what he, like she wants him to be in the future for example like it, like basically if you want your kids to be successful like you should kind of instill in them at a very young age like those crumbs of like um successful traits if you will so it's like telling your kid like hey like you're good enough yeah um like don't bash your kid because he got a third place trophy just yeah. teach him how to take that opportunity to learn and to grow yeah. and to be better yeah and a lot of parents nowadays like it's different it's different, man. Yeah. And I'm I'm only like saying that because I recently read a book um, that kind of touched on like parenting. And one of the phrases that just stuck with me is um, treat uh, treat your kids as if um, as someone who you don't hate, basically. So it's like, I don't know, like if you want to uphold all of these standards with anybody, like kids, with um, your spouse in a relationship and stuff, like it has to come from a genuine point so yeah. that it can be truly sustainable. So it's one thing for your, I don't know, your your uh, parent to be like uh, a person who stays home all day, who doesn't have a job and then tells you like, hey, like you have to go and be better and be great. Because yeah. then you'll look at your parent who's just, you know, eating yeah, pizza all talk? day. It's like, yeah. wait, but one and one doesn't equal two here. Like, yeah, what's yeah. the point? You know, mm -hmm. like what's the... Yeah. What's the thing there? Yeah, with my mom, it's like, but the thing that I love about her is she, be, like, even when I wasn't, like, I could have been the worst at something, she mm -hmm. genuinely believed I was the best. Mm -hmm. Like, she convinced me that I was, like, when I, 
she saw potential in me kind of when I couldn't see it in myself. So I was like in situations like, oh, I might not be good at this. Mm -hmm. She's like, no, nah, you're the best. So like, no, no, you're the best. I know you. You're the best. You're gonna do it. And that like I believed it. Yeah. So that's the so then so she got him. Like, I like when even when bro, I put a video on Instagram the other day, mm -hmm. and it was a picture, and I was like, I think fifteen or sixteen. I was flexing my back. And I, was, I saw that, and I, I was yeah. puny. And mm -hmm. I, the caption on the picture—if you look at it—I it it took it on Snapchat, mm -hmm. and I was like, "Let's go!" with mm -hmm. exclamation points. Mm -hmm. And I was like, "I felt like I was a beast at that I was age. A, I was a man in my head. I saw that. I wasn't cocky, but in my head, yeah. I was like, "Yo, look at me," you know. And now I look back, and I'm like, "Holy shit!" And now you're glad that you had that mindset. Yeah. So I, but when I look back, that kid, yeah. I'm like, "Holy shit!" And the thing about that kid, that 15 year old kid, mm -hmm. would not give a shit what the 22 year old me had to say. Mm. You know, so if if for example, if, for example, if that fifteen year old kid came up to the twenty two twenty two year old me mm -hmm. and asked me like, "What do you think of my physique?" I would say like, uh, "You got some work to do, bro." Yeah. <laughs> but that fifteen year old kid would never yeah. ask the twenty two year old me because that fifteen year old kid's like, "I already know Doesn't it's the care. best. I don't yeah. even gotta ask you." Like, I can I get criticism, mm -hmm. but I'm like, "Nah, I'm the man." You know, I got I'm conf it's, it's confidence and that self belief is like mm -hmm. what I th feel like brought me where I am today because yeah. there was always a vision. Yeah. I was like. It's just like, I believed in myself so firmly mm -hmm. that nobody could talk me out of it. When people tell me, like, oh, this isn't a good idea. I've had so many people in my life tell me, like, oh, like when I was trying to play freshman, like, oh, it's not going to work out, bro. 1% people, 1% of people make it. And mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, well, I'm the 1%. Yeah. So, like, you know yeah. what I mean? It's just like, that belief was, like, yeah. ridiculous. Yeah. It was almost out of line sometimes. Like, I would be at the gym 15 years old with my shirt off, mm -hmm. like, curling. And people were like, what is this little kid doing? And I was in the mirror. <laughs> like, who does like, I was I was in the mirror looking at myself like, you're the man. Let's go. Let's yeah, go. Yeah. No, no. And you said something very important of like um not being cocky, right? Yeah. So it's like there's a difference between being cocky and being confident, I feel like. Right. It's like egotism right. such, versus being right. there's confident a, in yourself. Here's my thing on that. I, I'm humble, right? Mm -hmm. But I don't like the word humble. Because the definition yeah. of the word humble is... Like basically, like, word, I don't know what word for, it, but you'd say like the lowering of one's self-importance, mm -hmm. and I don't like that. Yeah, because like, why can't I, like, I don't have to be cocky. I'm nice to everybody I meet. Yeah, you know, if if I was if I'm an asshole and I have my head up in the air and I'm mm -hmm. acting like that, that's cocky. Yeah, I'm nice to everybody, but like, let me smell my flowers. You yeah. know, yeah, I like if you're working like for example, you you're working so hard. It's like you work however many years to open fiber. Mm -hmm. You open fiber, and you're post now. You're posting pictures of fiber. Everyone will come fiber. Like, look at this kid, snobby ass kid, opened the gym, yeah, and now he's yeah. posting. Like, let me. I work. You know how much I did. You, yeah. You only see B. You don't see A. You don't see the 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 outliers. The ten thousand hours. You mm -hmm. don't see the nights that like I kind of cried about stuff like this, where I wanted this so bad that mm -hmm. like, when I was about to go to sleep, it's all I could think about. Yeah. Kept me up till four a.m. because that's all I would think about. Yeah. You don't see that. Mm -hmm. You only see B. Which is that painting right there. Yeah. Yeah. You only see B. You don't yeah. see it. And then when you see B, because you just found who I was at B, yep. you assume that, like, I'm not entitled to feel confident or I'm entitled, entitled to act in a way like I earned this. That's 100%. You, hear, you Think about, like, hip-hop artists, bro. You see it all the mm -hmm. time. Like People blow up out of nowhere, but then they'll, like, get footages of, like, Oh, like he's been putting out like ten albums, like yeah. Russ, right? Like, like Russ, Russ is one of the biggest. Dude. That's my favorite dude in the industry, bro. He's he's one of the biggest examples of like perseverance, regardless yeah. of what people think. Because right. despite his success now, yeah. he's still not respected in the industry, right? Yeah. And like that's one of the things that I kind of try to channel too. It's like yeah. he's still confident, in, like in himself, and he's still like. 
puts out good yeah. work. And you know puts why people out don't like him? Because he, I don't want to say because he's white, because there's a, like, that's a, a lot piece, but that's because I say pop, but it's yeah. because he speaks his mind. He does not care. And he says that he's and, good in period, right? Right. Like, yeah. And he's, he, I, I kind of see like a lot of my characteristics in him. He's like Kanye. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't agree with everything Kanye says. Me neither. Yeah. But, but, <laughs> but, but this, you have to look at beneath the surface. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You have a platform that he has. Would you say the things he's saying? It's You know how easy it is to be quiet? It's mm-hmm. so easy to be quiet and just get your money and keep your mouth shut. Yeah. But you have to respect the fearlessness is yeah. the, the key. Of like trying to wake people up. and trying Not to even like, trying to wake, but wake people up, but it's also like, do you understand what you're saying with the platform that you have and how many people are going to get mm-hmm. mad? You think he doesn't know, like, when I say this, yeah. how people are going to piss off? He's pissed me off times when he said things. Of course, and, yeah. But I'm like, you know the balls you got to have? I stop. I have... I don't even know how 18,000 followers on Instagram. And I mm-hmm. like sometimes I'm going to say something. I'm like, mm, maybe I shouldn't say because it it's going to get people triggered. Yeah. And I stop myself. But I look at him like, do you see the platform that he has and he's still There's saying what he says? Millions and millions of people. Yeah. Ridiculous. But I respect it. Yeah. Because he's able to keep himself accountable too because like he knows that there's no running away from it yeah so like that kind of like adds on to the respect that that you kind of have like not not have to give him but i personally give him respect for like just that it's yeah. like he knows it's that- beneath the surface i don't anything he says i don't care about it's yeah. the fact that he's saying it yeah that's the crazy part on that platform on yeah. that audience you know how much easier it would be his life would be if he just shut up just be quiet but that's not him yeah he just wants to be himself yeah but you got to respect let me just change this real quick because this is hold on just uh otherwise it would just yeah so uh otherwise it would just um stop playing and then it would rewrite everything so i was just kind of keeping an eye on it because i don't want it to fuck up that no and um because to me look the whole idea behind this podcast in the first place i think i told you this before it's to invite people Again, I hate saying this because it kind of puts me on this pedestal of like, oh, I'm the guy who determines who's an outlier and who's not. Like even saying, for example, for example, I could say that, all right, so I invite people who I think are extremely passionate, extremely different yeah. from everybody else. And they're like, you could tell that they're an outlier, right? Like I could say that, but even in saying that, it kind of comes off as if like, oh, like I'm the one who determines it, you know? Like No, you could tell within five minutes of meeting somebody. I can. Tell I agree you, wholeheartedly. I can with tell that. you who he is. Yeah. Whether I whether I can whether I'm gonna like this guy within five 100%. minutes. It's a five minute conversation. I always say that too. It's like everybody. I don't know about you, but like, are you good at reading people? Yes. Because I feel like in business and like any social. Uh, yes. Any social aspect of like just communication and just you have to be able to read people. Yeah. Like I like, told you, but within five minutes, within I five meet somebody, minutes. And, I, and within five minutes, I know if they're genuine. Bro, I've met some of my best friends. Mm-hmm. One of my best friends now, mm-hmm. it was at the beach. I met him at the oh, which is crazy. He was friends with a couple of my friends. Mm-hmm. I met him, said what's up to him. We talked for five minutes. And that's it. And he's been, that's it. That's all it took. Yeah. And nothing's changed since. Yeah. And you can also tell when you just don't fuck with someone. Like, yeah. In less than five minutes yeah. sometimes. It's like, yeah. immediate. it's like, uh, no. Sometimes you can <laughs> just tell by the way, you know. They like portray themselves, yeah. their overall demeanor, yeah. the way that they communicate. And it's like a lot of um also a uh, power struggle. It's a lot of like ego goes into play. So yeah. that's why I love just reading up and just um I guess investing in myself mentally. It's like it it allows me the tools necessary to engage with people yeah. on a more 
um, I guess, elevated playing field. It's like people, for example, things that someone else might not see, I'll pick up on very quickly. And then yeah. I can kind of like aid them and say like, hey, yeah. like, did you see what he did over there? Like, it's best if you don't, you know? Like, yeah. let's Some just, people you know, don't see it. So Some people, people don't see it and they see the opposite. Like sometimes they don't like, train themselves. I'll see things like <clears throat> some someone somebody will do to one of my friends <clears throat> and he might t- take it a certain way. And yeah. I'm like, yo, do you believe what he just did? <laughs> He's like, what do you mean? And I'll explain it to him. He's like, yeah. oh shit, really? Yeah. I didn't even like, uh-huh. I guess like, yeah, you got to have to be like almost like elevated a little bit. 100%. You know, yeah. you know what book kind of, I got that from? Mm. You know, 48 Laws of Power? Dude. Yeah. That's the one. That book... What do you think about that book, though? Because I'll, I don't know if you know this, but that book is very controversial. People either love it or they hate it. I like it. I love it. <laughs> to me, to yeah. me, it it like he tells you what what you what he you tells know, you but straight up, you dude. know, but you don't want to say. Exactly. Yeah. He, again, he has the balls to use this platform to tell you shit. Yeah, it's gonna piss people off. And he lays it out perfectly. Yeah. Like he uses those historic examples yeah. of like King Louis the Fourteenth and stuff. You about, could open to any page in that book and get knowledge, dude. That book. You could. Me, I, I like that book because I could literally take the book, flip it open, read something that and you I'm, can apply, and I'm already like more intelligent. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now yo, that book. I do have his second book. Um, it's called Laws of Human Nature. It's not as good, but Forty Eight Laws of Power to yeah. me was, and it's funny because I I read that book like at the beginning stages of the whole fiber thing, and because of that book, like I wasn't completely destroyed throughout the process because like I had some form of weaponry, some form of like arsenal mentally at least yeah. to kind of sustain certain blows, avoid other yeah. trepidations, you know, and kind of managed to get myself out of there, even though I got myself out of there like various times like very scarred yeah but i'm still alive though it's gorilla you know gorilla warfare yeah it's like it's like so offensive yeah you just gotta be offensive all the time like just expose yourself you take blows like i take blows left and right bro i I take things that happen it's like all right offense like basically the idea of gorilla warfare is like with whatever resources you have Mm -hmm. um and whatever you whatever knowledge i guess knowledge resources you have on your back, that's who you go offense with, and mm-hmm. you go. Whereas in normal warfare, it's like you have a team, Tactics, you got strategy, planes, you got yeah, this. Real yeah. warfare, it's like, all right, I'm going on my own with what I have mm-hmm. and the best that I can do with it, and mm-hmm. I just keep moving. And if you, I take a blow, I keep pushing. If, I, and, if something happens, you keep going. Mm-hmm. And you move through the trenches, too. It's like you go into the trenches, you face the enemy head on, and the like the chances of you actually surviving are minimum. But right. once you do survive, like that's like a yeah. glorious triumph. And then along that, along that journey, mm-hmm. it's just like constant self analysis. Yeah. Like what am I doing wrong? Do um, how far can I push myself without actually pushing myself over? Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Um, what am I doing good that I could be doing better? Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I push myself even further? How can I allocate my time better? Yeah. All that stuff. How many hours of sleep do I really need? Yeah. Like, cause sleep is important. Like if if I can operate off of six hours of sleep, then I'm taking my six and I'm not taking a minute more. If yeah. I need seven, that's what I'll take, and then I have to allocate the rest of my time accordingly. It's yep. Like just to keep pushing forward, you got to be offensive. Mm-hmm. It's all about it's exactly that. It's allocation of just resources, yeah. basically. And I went through a very um, naive phase of my life, especially during the initial um, phases of the whole entrepreneurial. I hate using that word entrepreneur because everybody's an entrepreneur nowadays. Yeah. So it's like. If you're a business person, great, because you're actually yeah. like striving to open a business stuff. Yeah. But nowadays, you can open a w- website and call yourself a. But anyways, yeah, yeah no, I, I agree with that, <laughs> and, and the reason why is it's like kind of 
it just I guess it's cool to be an entrepreneur now. It's cool. It's cool exactly to be an entrepreneur right. now. It's and hip, it's an excuse it's not to go to school. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And it's, I don't like I don't like to see people like, oh, I'm an entrepreneur mm-hmm. with no no clear vision, but I'm an entrepreneur because I don't want to go to college. Yeah, because I stamped my uh, logo that I made up yeah. on some T-shirts. And I got an LLC selling. and that's it. You know? <laughs> I don't got to go to school. I'm going to make it. I'm going to get a million dollars. Yo, that's another thing. Like just going off track real quick. That's another thing, too, um, that ties into the whole like vision thing. How many people have you asked like, oh, like. Where do you see yourself in ten years? Where do you see yeah. where do you see yourself in twenty years? And they'll like look at you and say like, oh, like I'll probably be a millionaire. I'll probably have a house in the hills. I'll yeah. probably have like a trophy wife. I'll have a Ferrari. I'll have this. <laughs> and then you ask them like, what are you doing right now to help you? Yeah. It's like no, no, no. For now, I'm just you know working nine to five. Yeah, yeah, trying to make some money. So I'll do it later. It. Yeah, yeah, no, no. Like next year, hopefully, I'll change you know careers. Like I said, it's like. It's so delusional. Like, it's yeah. cool to have those ambitions. If that's what you want, I don't judge people's ambitions. I don't right. judge people's goals. Like, right. as long as you're, like, not dying in place, like, you're not stationary and you're actually moving, yeah. that's all that really matters at the yeah. end of the day. It's like... It's a vision, dude. You have to have a vision. You can't yeah. say, um, in 20 years, I'm going to have this and this and that. And no. there's nothing... And no, there's no substance. You need to have substance. Like, I need. you need to show that, like, okay, you're working the 9 to 5, and then what about 5 to 10? What about five to twelve? You're working at nine. What about five to twelve? What are you doing? Netflix, uh, DMing girls, which clubbing. Is, which is, there's no problem with that, bro. There's do no your, problem. Do yeah. your thing, yeah. But don't yeah. complain. Exactly. Don't complain, 100%. like, or don't say, "Yo, I, I can't believe he has this." Like, "Yo, he yeah. don't deserve this." Yeah. Da, da, da. But but you're not doing what he's doing, and mm-hmm. now you're mad that he's thriving or whoever's thriving. You know. Yeah. And there's some ambulance outside the bucket. Uh, no, yeah. And um, just like tying back into the whole uh, s- storyline that I was going down. Uh, so at the beginning of my my entrepreneurial journey, if you will, um, I was very naive in terms of just like everything. In terms of that, too. It was like, all right, I have this vision. But then I was just of the mindset of like Gary Vee of like, oh, like, uh, you can do anything. Just like, just like put in the hours, yeah. work overtime, work harder than your competitors, all that stuff. And I kind of forgot where I was. Hold on. I was going. Damn, there's a lot of ambulance and fire. I don't know what the fuck's going on. I think the house is burning down. But fuck it, we're gonna still do this podcast. Keep it running. Yeah, keep it running. If it, you know, if we die, we die. Fuck it. Uh, fuck, man. I forgot where I was going down with that. It was the entrepreneurial thing. Naive. Um, I guess basically what I was going to say is just the whole aspect of scars. Yeah, there we go. It's, um, so when you start off anything, you start off like obviously optimistic, confidence, like, yeah. like confident in yourself, confident in your potential, that motivation, motivation yeah, and stuff. Motivation. And you tell people about your goals and you tell people about your ambitions and people are, think it's honorable. People are like, oh, wow. Like, yeah, yeah. Like go you, you know, like you could do it, whatever. There's so that, that feeds off of your ego. Right. There's that. And there's also the, the oh, opposite. bro, you must, you must have bumped your goddamn head. Why are you going to even do that? Why do you think, dude, yeah. just go to college. Just like or finish like, your degree. Just do or this. like, you know how many gyms are in this area? Why would you open a gym? What makes you think that a fiber is going to do better than LA Fitness who's already established? That's I've gotten all. that various times. and It's like, shut up. Yeah. Shut up. Yeah. You have no idea who I am. You have no idea the vision. You don't know. And then when it succeeds, yeah. you're going to be the second person through the door yeah, yeah, after to me. Like congratulate yeah. and <laughs> yeah. stuff. Yeah. Oh, bro, I knew you was going to do it. Yeah. You know, I had faith in you, my boy. That's so true. And so, and again, this is going to sound very egotistic, but answering that question, like, oh, like, what makes you different from other gyms? I like to say that it's me. 
Yeah. It's like, I'm going to be that difference. Like, I, like the, the only reason Firebird Fitness is going to succeed is because I'm going to like apply everything that I've learned, all of the knowledge, all of the experiences, the vision, everything into that platform and put my heart, heart and soul and just like everything I have into that. So like, but if I tell that someone, it's like, oh, like I'm what's going to like, I'm the difference. And then people yeah. might take it the wrong way. It's like, oh, like you you're being never, like, what, like, what the fuck are you? Never, what never, ever in your life. Let somebody tell you like, oh, no. Yeah. Bro, when I was a kid, yeah, people all the time would like people like when I would tell them, like, oh, then what do you want to do grow up? I was like, I want to play professionally. Mm -hmm. I want to I want to play soccer professionally. And they're all like they look at you for a second. They're like, ah, oh, like, oh, you want yeah. of those. Yeah. Like, you know, the kind of thing. Yeah. And I, like, bro, in my yearbook, I didn't care. That's the thing. Like, I was like, oh, you don't think so? Mm -hmm. Watch. Watch, mm -hmm. like give me. I'll, I'll come back here in ten years yeah. and we'll talk again. Yeah, yeah. But even my yearbook, I'm pretty sure. Like, it said, what do you want to be when you grow up? I put like professional soccer player. I don't care. Like, let mm -hmm. everybody see it. Mm -hmm. Tell people, bro. Brag. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm open the gym. It's gonna be the best gym in the country. Yeah. What? Fuck it. What? Fuck yeah, it. It is. You know, it's gonna be yeah. the best gym in the world. Yeah. People in China are gonna be talking about the gym. That's yeah. it. And and that's the law of attraction. That's the mindset that you have to have always. Because otherwise, you won't do anything. If you have an ounce of doubt, it'll work. Yeah. 100%. And all these big companies like Steve Jobs and everything, like if you research and study these people, like you'll notice that they all had these mindset, even if they were like starting out in their garages. Yeah, and they, they started in the basement just like us. Basement and garage and they just had this vision and then they just, you know, went like went after what they, yeah, what they actually had envisioned. Yeah, yeah man, fuck haters. Speaking of haters, let's get into haters oh now. Oh like, God, here we go. What <laughs> so, so recently... I was just um, going through Instagram and then I stumbled across your story where you were um, in the midst of like engaging with a few people who were like hating on I your don't content. Like doing it, bro. I don't answer them. There's a lot. I don't uh -huh. answer them. But this one, um, I don't know. This one just like. This one just pissed I, you I, off. You, know, you eat shit for too long and mm -hmm. you're like, all right, I'll take it. No problem. No problem. Ignore it. Yeah, ignore yeah. it. And I was like, you know what? But eventually. This just, is the one. I was like, this is the yeah. one. You, you're the unlucky guy who commented on the wrong time at the wrong day. It was basically something about like. Uh, he was saying something about the video, um, whatever, and then he got into like, oh, don't make people believe that what you can attain is naturally. You're mm -hmm. not saying that naturally. You're on gear. Stop yeah. lying to your fans. Ah, da, 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 da. And I'm mm -hmm. like, but I'm 100% natural. Mm -hmm. And I don't, I don't feel that. And he's like, oh, you have, you have a natural lifter in your bio, and nobody who's natural has natural lifter in their bio. Ah, da, da. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, like, like no. You could ask anybody arguments. around me, and I don't feel like I, I don't have the need to prove anything to anybody, but it's offensive. Mm -hmm. It's offensive, like I said before, when you see B, yeah, and you don't see A. So right now you just found my Instagram, right? Yeah. You saw the not finished project, but the project that's in the work, yeah. and you're like, you just discredit. You know, bro, there was a time where my I didn't like the way my legs looked because mm -hmm. I was playing soccer so much that I was running so much. Mm -hmm. Bro, me and my friend, we did legs 25 days in a row. It was called the 25 day leg challenge. Jeez. I still have it. It's like we had a, like another Instagram account that we literally ran, and we literally for 25 days straight we squatted. Every day and two other leg exercises before our actual workout. So it was squat, Jesus two Christ other leg me. machines. Now it's chest. Heavy, if, like heavy squats. We or went balls just, like, to the wall and stuff. Balls to the wall every day. Jesus so whatever Christ. I could do on that day, That's I great. did it. That's I wow, bro. There was like there, there, like there was times where when I was playing in college, mm -hmm. this is just my, my mindset. You're gonna hear it. Mm -hmm. We would go basically basically Canada. It was a seven hour drive to a mm -hmm. game. Right, we'd go. On a Thursday night, and the game would be on a, on Friday. Mm -hmm. Friday, Thursday night, we got to the hotel. I would go to the gym, get on the bike, do something, wake up the next day, eat breakfast, play the game, and that same day on that Friday, we come back. That seven hour drive after the game, so we shower, get ready, get back on the bus. 
we'd get back home at like 1 a.m. I'd sit down on the couch like finally I got home and what I use a lot and I still use today, it's called the mm-hmm. five-second rule. I don't know if you're aware of no, the five-second five second rule. Yep. Yeah. Is so that you if fi- you have an idea, then you give yourself five seconds You have to act five on seconds it. to go from idea to action before... It's like you have five seconds to go from idea to action before your brain kicks in and talks you out of it. And convinces you otherwise. It convinces you yeah. not to do it. So yeah. it's either like... Whether you want to go talk to a girl, mm-hmm. like you have five seconds. If you don't do it in those first five seconds, you're like, ah, she's gonna dub me, ah, da, da, this, yep. this, and that. Yep. And I would literally sit on my couch and I was like, I gotta train, like I gotta do, because I was like the soccer, okay, but I want to still mm-hmm. lift. I want to get the the more work. And I would literally sit there, it was like five, four, and then on three, I was up, yeah. I was up, and I would just go, and I wouldn't think until I got there. And then I got there, I was happy, I was there. But that, like, even with the alarm clock in the mm-hmm. morning, like I'm getting up at six a.m. for yep. work, so like. And you I, have to do that to like yeah, motivate yourself. I have to. Yeah. So it's like I hear the alarm, mm-hmm. and it's like, all right, shit, here Fuck. we go, here we go. And it's like five, four, and just shoot up, yeah. and it's like just go, yeah, just go. That's the only advice you could give is like just go, just go, just just keep going. How old were you when you first came across the five second rule? Because you were still playing soccer. So like, yeah, how long college, ago was it? College, like a few years ago. I graduated college last year, so two three years ago. You already had that mindset. Yeah, I was like, That's bro, crazy. I wanted to be the best since I was five. Uh, uh, I'm telling you, like, I, was, I was five, like, just juggling in my basement with the ball. Yeah. And I was watching a game with my dad. I'm like, 10 years, pops. That's what I'm, you know yeah, what I'm saying? I was yeah. saying, like, I was five, and I was like, 2016 World, or whatever year, 2014 World yeah. Cup, I'm watch. I'm going to be there. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, I'm going to do it. I'm telling you, like, that's why I think it's... It's kind of genetic. Like part of yeah. it is genetically like yeah. wired into you. Like your ancestors, maybe yeah. someone across your lineage, like they had had to like had to be developed because like yeah. you you can't just I don't know, man. You know, you know what else it is though. Yeah, I might. I, it's I could it could be genetic, but it's also like I guess seeing your parents like seeing your parents struggle. That too. That too. One hundred percent. Like seeing my parents like. My parents gave up everything. Well, my both my parents went to college in Egypt, came here. Mm-hmm. Basically, the degrees didn't apply, so it was like basically. Yeah. And then they had us, so it's like grind time. Like they had to figure out like, how am I gonna feed my family. And yeah. my whole life, like seeing my dad wake up for work every day, like tired, coughing, mm-hmm. like like doesn't like sleepy. He was overnight, to go regardless. Yeah, yeah, and I was like, I got I got to get this guy out of that. Yeah, you know that was yeah. my goal. And I see my mom like go to work every day, like suffer just so I could have an opportunity. Mm-hmm. Like those are like, and they're still like believed in me when I didn't believe in myself. It's like, I owe them so much for that. Yeah. You know, I'm grateful for that. Yeah. Um, yeah, I guess that's what, it kind of drives me. Like, that's another drive. Other than my main goals, mm-hmm. that drives me. It's like, I tweeted it. I tweeted it in 2014. I tweeted it now. Like, I'm going to buy my mom a house soon. Yeah. I tweeted, I'm going to buy my house by the end of this year. Yeah. You know, just because yeah. it, it's like, now it's a driving factor. It's kind of like to paying them back to Pay it's them like, back. Yeah. And like, bro, I remember in elementary school, I used to like, we didn't have a lot of money. Now we're good. But like back then we didn't have a lot of money. Mm-hmm. I would literally go there's a so I would, my elementary school was like here on my way to my house is a deli. I used to buy mm-hmm. like four packs of gum mm-hmm. from the deli, mm-hmm. right? And to like burn calories or something? No, no, no. I would buy them, <laughs> Just, right? Uh, open up the pack in school uh, and I was selling each piece of gum for like no. two dollars. Were you really? Yes. And I would take the money, collect it so like so that like I didn't have to ask my parents for money because I felt guilty. Wow. I felt guilty and I didn't like to, because I knew how hard they work and I was like, I felt guilty almost like, now you got to pay for my food and this mm-hmm. and that. And like, I had food at home, but like whenever I was at school. Yeah. So I was like selling it, take it home, like give that's, that's give half to my sister, give half to me, like let's ball out. You know, I, I sold four packs. Blah, 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 blah. You were flipping packs. Flipping packs of gum, bro. 
Jesus. And my teacher would like look at me funny and they're like, oh, like. And people would buy them like for like two bucks a little. Like, yo, the like kids are strip. stupid. <laughs> yo, kids are retarded. Kids, yeah, I would have bought it for I $2. I can't use that word there. actually. My bad. Oh, sorry. Yeah, but yeah, uh, our word, yeah. Kids are. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah. the word? Gullible, I guess. Or, or like. um. Gullible, exactly yeah. that. I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, here's a piece of gum for two. And then if yeah. he buys it for two, then everybody Jack else buys and Jimmy it. Yeah. and John are going to buy it for two, too. You know? And then if you don't buy it for two, then you ask your parents for money. And the next day you're like, hey, I got the two bucks here. I need some yeah, money. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then you're trying or, to be, or what all... I would do is like, as the day ended, I was like, oh, I'm doing a sale. Like, I got him for one. <laughs> I'm doing a sale. I got him for one. Who wants gum? Meanwhile, each pack was like a dollar. <laughs> yeah. I guess that kind of like I'm. I don't consider myself an entrepreneur really because I'm not really working on a business thing right mm-hmm. now. I'm kind of working on myself so I could future, in the future develop a business. But I think but it's I guess an that's what, I guess it's like in me now yeah. from doing that. Like one hundred percent, and not just from doing that, but I think that before doing that, even it's like yeah. it's the entrepreneurial spirit. Yeah, and like even the fact that your parents went through university in Egypt and came here knowing, or maybe not knowing, but still staying here. Regardless of the fact of their degrees like not being validated here, yeah. like they still stayed and they built themselves up again. Yeah. Because they again, they they didn't um get distracted by like the current uh goals, for example. Like they always have like a macro goal. It's like, yeah. oh, like we're gonna suffer now because there's gonna be a a point of glorification in the future. Right. It's kinda like right. you'll be validated for that suffering in the you know, yeah, suffering is key, bro. In the moment, yeah. suffering is everything for me. Like yeah. I'm, like I, I'm a huge advocate for pain in general. Suffering, pain. Uh, yeah, you, you see my captions on Instagram, bro. It's like I'm all about it. Like pain, embracing if, pain, and if you, if you're not willing to suffer, mm-hmm. you're not gonna grow. Like you gotta grow. Yeah. That's the only way you're gonna grow is in pain, like ex- experience, whatever it is. But mm-hmm. suffering is the key to growth. Like suffering, like I suffer every day. I make sure I suffer every day. Yeah, like some way, same shape, or some form, I have to suffer. Because I know that's the only way I'm going to grow. If I'm yeah. not suffering, that's it. Then there, you're stuck. There's no growth in um, comfort, right? So right. it's always discomfort. It's always on discomfort. the other side of pain that you'll yeah. find what you're looking for. And that's why nobody does anything huge yeah. anymore. Because people are always yeah. like, they prefer to be on the sofa watching Netflix rather right, than right. being up at 6 a.m. working and then going to work out. And, right, right. You know. And I feel like as a man, you don't get like, I guess you don't get many chances to show your grit. You know what I'm saying? You're not like you're mm-hmm. not fighting every day to show, oh, I'm a man. Yes, I, I, yeah, yeah. But like, I guess hunting and stuff yeah, and all through, that stuff. Yeah. Through your suffering and through the things that you do, like willingly, openly put yourself through. I feel like that's where you, um, that's where you kind of show like your manhood. You yeah. know David Goggins. David Goggins is a fucking badass motherfucker. Yeah, that's he's, I love that. He's the I love craziest guy. I love that. Guy. I follow. Yeah. yeah, he's just always running, always putting himself out there, and he. Like his story is insane because yeah. he started, um, I, um, I think like as a rodent killer. Yeah, rodent like killer, that. and then he was like three hundred pounds. He wanted to get into the, he wanted to get into the. I think it was the navy. Um, yeah. had to or whatever it was had to lose a Hell's lot of weight week or something like that. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, dude. Like his story, his story is the epitome of overcoming your current situation. Yeah. Because he like, willingly suffering, willingly suffering to like, callous your mind, like knowing so. Yeah. Exactly that to callous your mind, knowing that you're gonna suffer a shit ton to yeah. achieve that, and still going still to do going. it. Yeah, I do that in my training sometimes. Yeah. So like, I have certain things that I do strictly. Like, it's not. I don't even think about the physical. It's mm-hmm. like only mental. It's like there was this thing we did with um with the leg press, right? We put five plates on each side, and I was mm-hmm. like, we're gonna do a hundred reps straight. We're, we're not gonna rack it. Jeez. I put on my story. I I, probably, I don't even know if I posted the actual video, but um, basically it was like. When I was just felt like I was gonna rack it, it was mm-hmm. like nah, ten more, 
not mm-hmm. 10 more. And you literally, what you're doing is you're not training good. Like, in terms of benefits, well, yeah, obviously it's beneficial physically, but mm-hmm. it's mentally. It's, it's like mentally. when your brain is screaming, stop, like, stop, stop, stop. And you're just like, oh, guys, shut the fuck up. Yeah. No, I'm going to keep still going. 10 more. Yeah. yeah, 10 more. And then you keep going. And you get to 100. Like, I have a video of my friend. He mm-hmm. started working out. He wanted to lose a lot of weight. He was crying. Like, at the end of the day, he was literally crying out of pain. But he grew from that. I'm like, yo, if I can overcome this, like, when I'm 72 reps deep and I feel like my legs are going to fall off, mm-hmm. it's like, if I can overcome this, then I can overcome anything. Because this is pain. This is like physical pain. Yeah. And it's like, like once I, if I could do this, then, like, you can throw anything at me. I'll handle it. I'm callousing yeah. my mind to be ready for, for anything. Because that translates over to anything, anything. in life. Anything yeah. you do in the gym translates. The way that someone works out, you can yeah. tell how they work in real life. Yeah. The way that they carry themselves, you can tell the way they carry themselves at work. You know. If they cheat during an exercise, if they if they like know, if they if you, know, you say do ten reps and they do eight because like ah oh, whatever. Yeah. Like, then you, you could tell a lot. Yeah. I lie to my friends. I, like in competition, like I'll be like, All right, we'll do we'll do we'll do fifteen <laughs> reps, and like they'll go, and I'll go there, I'll do seventeen. Like it's like 15 I said 1500 <laughs> it's like oh shit you yeah, made man, me come here like, just to always gotta be better like what's the point if not, yeah, what's the yeah. point if you're not like yeah constantly like pushing yourself to if you're gonna go and half ass it what's the point don't even go find something else to do what's the point of going yeah yeah and it's interesting because I was actually gonna ask you that question but you basically just answered it um I was asked recently like what my what my relationship with like lifting is like like why like why do you lift weights and then that question might seem very simple to some but to me like i kind of like let it sit a little bit like i started thinking about it. i was like oh like why do i lift weights like what is it about walking to like walking to a gym you know putting yourself through those strenuous movements and exercises like other than muscle growth, like what's the reason behind it? And then and then I started thinking about that too. It's like everything that you do inside the gym translates over to your real life. So it's Facts. like if you're the person that goes in and actually puts in work in the gym again, because we're like we've been stripped away from the opportunity to um, parade our manhood to the people to show people like, hey, like I am worthy of being a part of this tribe. I am right. worthy of my manhood. I am right. worthy of this. Like, look at the tiger I just killed. Look at the lion I just killed. There's none of that now. So it's like, but we need that though. Yeah. And it's not being like macho and being um, patriarchal or alpha. anything like that, yeah. alpha yeah. or like anything like that. But it's just like, it's literally biological. And proving it to myself. It's proving it to yourself yeah. and proving it to your future self too. Yeah. So that kid that was working out back um, a few years ago and that believed in himself so greatly, just like you said, like he was stuck in that time frame. Like he already had that mindset of like all right so i'm gonna prove it to myself now yeah and then now a few years later like you look back and you're like oh i'm glad that kid did that yeah because otherwise i wouldn't be here it's like, like, if i stop believing myself for a second you know, you know how easy it is to give up in the in terms of the gym like yeah. you know people people want to like people work right so how, how's it go you work two weeks and then you yeah. get paid for the past two weeks yeah but people like to see like you know after two weeks they, they didn't even get paid yeah. With the gym, you got to pay two years yeah. to get paid for the two years. You want immediate results. Yeah. That's the problem. Yeah. But going back, um, I had someone ask me that question too about like weight lifting. Mm-hmm. I never liked, I never, to be honest, like, I never had a passion for lifting weights. Mm-hmm. I was passionate about soccer. I was passionate about hard work. Yeah. Um, to say I like lifting weights, to say I like putting 500 pounds on my back and yeah, squatting yeah. to the floor is uh-huh. a lie. 
I, I, I think like that you're a psychopath if you say like oh, I love it. I love yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like you, think you gotta that, be yeah. a little bit crazy to do that. You to do, you with. do, yeah. And I never like I was like, oh I'm excited to 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 lift weights. I'm excited to train. I'm excited to like I'm excited today to push myself and see what I can do. Mm-hmm. And then tomorrow I'm excited to break that. And then the day after that I'm excited to break that threshold. Mm-hmm. And that's how you're gonna keep growing. Yeah, so it's not the act itself, but it's what comes it's behind. It's it. like everything that revolves it's around like it. It's like how know? much I've grown mentally as a result of that. How much yeah. I've grown physically as a result of that. It's not the training that's fun. Like otherwise, yeah. like I would have been doing it since I was a kid. I didn't have a passion. I had a, like literally had a passion for hard work. Like I like doing hard shit and then coming out on top, and then doing more hard shit and coming out on top, and constantly proving to myself mm-hmm. that like I'm like I can do this. You know, yeah, I can yeah, do anything. Yeah. Um, have you ever heard that speech that Matthew McConaughey gave about him chasing? He was asked who his idol was, and he said that his idol is himself yep. in 10 years. Yeah. Like, that speech of, like, just bringing it up, like, kind of gave me goosebumps right now. Because, like, that, to me, is exactly the way that you have to think. Yeah. It's like, all these people idolize, especially now with Instagram and social media, like, it's very easy for you to, again, see a picture perfect life of some celebrity of some influencer of some gym shark athlete they post everything everything's perfect the lighting's perfect the filters yeah. you know the camera the they have a professional cameraman everything's perfect right. and you look at that and then it could be motivating right. but i don't think that the the motivation that comes from a perfect like a perfect uh portrayal of something isn't sustainable and what I mean by that is like that's why I th- um I think that TikTok is blowing up right now is because just like you said it's like it's more raw it's more genuine yeah. like there's no like filters there's yeah. no like thought that goes into it it's just like hey guys like like you're you're you wake up at 3 a.m. and you're going to get some water in the kitchen and then you think about oh I'm gonna do a mini ghost skit real quick yeah, yeah, yeah. you know so like then you just set up people your laugh at it they like it they keep it pushing they like it and it's genuine because it shows that part that you can't really um can't transmit through. through like an Instagram post. Instagram, yeah. But the thing is, bro, yeah. touching on that, I, I don't like that mindset where people like, like I, I I, think you should only look at it as motivation. You should not look at other people and be like, damn, why does he have that? I'm going to replicate that. I'm going to replicate I'm that. I'm going to buy exactly. the same clothes he's like, wearing. Yeah. There was a, this is actually a Russ quote that I put in my story the other day. It's like, if, if your light was shining bright, mm-hmm. then my light wouldn't interrupt with your eyes. Yeah. You know? That's so true, it, like, yeah. I, I don't I'm happy I've never been like in, I've never been like damn why does he have that and I don't yeah. it's like yo he has that I want that there's yeah, enough food yeah. out here for all of us you it's know? funny you say that because Austin on the last episode he said the same thing uh, he has an abundance mindset so like that's exactly yeah. it. it's like there's enough to go around yeah. it's like people keep like oh just because you're successful just because you're achieving just because you're growing your personal brand right. just because of that I should hate on you because in my head those um like i'm taking the followers yeah. are like like they belong to me not to you it's like right. what the fuck but you don't think like oh like those followers well you follow think just because just because i eat doesn't mean you can't eat too it's everybody can eat you yeah. know everybody can there's, there's enough money in the world for everybody there is yeah there's enough money in the world for everybody 100 if you're willing to get it yeah. but what happens is is people do not want to work hard so it yeah. when they see you working hard it bothers them because because you're a reflection of what they want to be doing, what they're not. Oh, 100%. So, so, 1000%. So they get mad and they're like, how can I stop him from doing that so yeah. I don't feel bad about myself? Yeah. So they'll be like, yo, why are you doing this? Uh, or they'll hate on you, like yeah. I said. like Or they'll hate on that big Gymshark athlete because they're like, uh, uh, you Photoshop your pictures. Because they yeah. want to discourage them from doing it because 
they want to be in their position, but they're not. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, like I said before, let people smell their flowers. Like he works for that. I'll never hate yeah. on any app. I didn't come like. No. I look at your post and I'm like, that's dope. Like. Dope. Yeah. Yo, this is dope. Comment. That's I'm, rare though. I'll, I'll support everybody. That's very rare. Like that's the right way to go about it, and it's very rare, and that's what sucks about social media. I think it's like. What was I about to, oh, just like touching on that part that you said about being a reflection of your insecurities. Like that's 1000% yeah. it. Yeah. And it's like, you become a walking mirror to other people. It's yeah. like, they see everything that they're not capable of addressing themselves. Right. So it's like, you have discipline. That person that hates probably doesn't have discipline. Right. So the right. quickest way for him to confront that issue, him or her, confront that issue of lacking discipline is to hate on people who have and discipline. And try to have them not have discipline. So you can be exactly. on a level playing field. Exactly. Yeah. It's like, I don't have it. I'm not going to work for it. I'm not going to cure it. I'm not going to develop it. So I'm going to strip it away from this guy because yeah. who's the fuck does this Because then I won't feel guilty is? about it anymore. And who the fuck do you think you are? Like, yeah we're the same people we're the you know so it comes into that like victimization mindset it's like oh dude like yeah no. i and, can go on and on about yeah that. and you know what Success, like people who have a goal or mm -hmm. people who have a dream or people who are successful never hate on other successful people they don't they you'll lift never them up. you'll never see anybody on the forbes list talk shit about anybody else on the Forbes list or hate on anybody else on the Forbes list. <laughs> 100%. You know who hates on the Forbes list? People on the Forbes people list? People who are not on the Forbes Broke list. Broke people. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who yeah, don't want to, who don't have, what they, don't believe in themselves enough that they could be on the Forbes list one day. Yeah. Or like, you know who hates on professional fighters? People who are still fighting in their local gym and they're yeah. like, why does he get to shine? I'm over here training every day and I can't get that. You know? Yeah. So, okay, well, that should, now you see him as like, <laughs> I want to get on that. I want to get in the ring. So I yeah. got to work. I shouldn't hate. Like I, you know, yeah. it's 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 yeah. a mindset, but I guess it's a lack of self belief. When you have a lack of self belief, and you think oh, I can never get there, you get offended by them getting there because they they believe in themselves all the way. Yeah. Would you, if let's say that tomorrow uh, you were elected president of the United States of America, mm. and um, tomorrow's your first day in the office, and someone presents to you the option of like, all right, you have two routes that you can go down. You can either give people freedom or equality. Ooh. Which one would you choose to go down? And going down, I mean, by like implementing it to the maximum potential. So it's like yeah. remembering that if you give people too much freedom. Actually, yeah. Like Before I dissect it, I just want to get your take on it first. Yeah. Like what you think. So when you say like give them freedom it's like freedom to do whatever they want or freedom in respect with respect to what freedom like for example so let's start by saying that you can't have freedom and like full like maximum freedom and maximum equality because what happens is let's say again you get a hater of yours right and yeah. you put both of you inside a room yeah um both of you are given the option to work and you will be compensated if you choose uh, equality, both of you will be put in this room and no matter how much you work, like if you work 10 times what he works, yeah, you will still be given one loaf of bread. He will be given one loaf of bread, Ugh. regardless of the fact that if you work 10 times. So the logic would be like you get 10 loaves of bread because you yeah. work 10 times harder. Right. If you put freedom, then you can't have maximum equality. So then you put both of you in there and you have the freedom of will yeah. to work a hundred times and you'll get a hundred times of whatever compensation it is and he yeah. works only X, yeah. then he gets That's X tough. and you get a hundred X. You know, so you can't have both together. You can't. 
here's what I'll say on that. It's a, it's it's, a hard it's question. It's controversial. So here's what I'll say on that. Oh, shoot, shoot, go. Um, if I work 10 times as hard, uh-huh. and if I'm able to work better than him because I am a better, like I'm better at what that job is, um, but he's just working, he's working hard to try to get it, then I, then, then I will share my loaves. Oh, if shit. he's sitting there okay. and like letting me do all the work while he just, then I won't share my loaf of bread. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So if I get 10 loaves of bread and he's working just as hard but can't attain those 10 loaves of bread. Because of his constraints. Because of, because of his or, lack of yeah, talent yeah. or lack of ability. Yeah. I will share my bread. Okay. Because I don't need 10. I need eight. Yeah. You know? So I'll yeah. give him two. That's but, actually a really good answer. But yeah. if if I see him, it just depends. That's mm-hmm. why that's so controversial. Because if, if I see him not doing anything and I do all the work and he sits there. And then he expects. And then he expects to get five loaves of bread and I get five loaves of bread. I'm going to be pissed. Yeah. It's like I just busted my ass for 10, you know? And I but see it, that you're not doing anything. But you're not doing shit. Fuck. Yeah. But like I said before, if he's working hard and doing everything he can yeah. to try to to try to get the bread because he wants to eat, mm-hmm. and he only earns two and I earn 50, mm-hmm. I'll give him 20 because yeah. I don't need 50. Yeah, yeah. That's a really good answer. Yeah. I never thought about because like I think that that's the ideal way, right? Yeah. Like in a utopian society, like right. that's how it would be. And then like because recently I was just reading up on this um so that so that would work if like if it's like a small group of people because human right. beings can operate um cohesively up to 150 people, right? Like right. that's like okay. relying solemnly on language and um, common interest. So the moment you like you surpass 150 people, that's when things start. That's when you rely on religion. That's when you rely on these uh, superhuman uh, sources of organizational power kind of right, thing. Right, right, right. So up to, let's say, 50 people. So it's you in like in your tribe then that works and that's sustainable because right. you know everybody and you you know you, exactly you if, develop a repertoire you know that zach is complacent like zach's a lazy fuck come on yeah. man it's like i'm not gonna get you know like zach if you don't pick up some you know some momentum then you're gonna starve to death and you're gonna be let off right like, let off the tribe but then you know people but then once you go into like the global scale that's when things start you know complicating yeah, that's when it gets, it's gets like, complicated yeah. it's, it's i guess too macro it's um, too many people. Yeah, it's, it's too like, many people, you and, and you can't classify what every person's doing. Yep. You can't classify. Like, it just, there's going to be some people that suck, and there's going to be some people that bust their ass, but it just didn't work out their way. Yep. And also, it's also that that thing of, like, um, life is not yeah. is not fair, per se. Right. It's exactly. I'm so neutral on the issue, dude. Yeah. And the reason why I'm neutral is because, to be straight up, mm-hmm. um. If a billionaire has billions of dollars because he works for a billion dollars, and I think he deserves it, but I don't think Joe, mm-hmm. who's not doing shit, deserves any of the billionaire's money. I think Jake, who's grinding but it's not mm-hmm. working out, mm-hmm. can get some of that money, can yeah. get some of that cut yeah, because yeah. he's he's contributing to society and he's putting in effort, right? Yeah. And he's a contribution, so his job might not play him a lot, but without him, yeah. things wouldn't flourish. Mm-hmm. But him, who's not doing shit. Doesn't deserve it's like it. A, it, it kind of annoys me that some of the billionaires' yeah. money is going to him. That's why it's so controversial. Mm-hmm. But um, no, yeah, I, I, I actually, I, to be honest, I would have, I don't know how to even like to to resolve an issue like that. It's it's you can't you can't quantify it. There's no, yeah, you know? yeah, and also it, it's it just goes back to the whole thing of, of like to um, for example, you can have. 
let's say that there's a twin of yours with the exact same attributes, the exact same um, drive mentality. Like it's it's a clone of yours, mm-hmm. right? And this clone is put in a impoverished village town in Africa, for example, like dirt poor, like okay. gets by on a dollar per week, you know? Um, the outcome is going to be drastically different because you're in New Jersey, like you're put in this... Uh, space where you're given certain opportunities and right. you can have a longevity of vision wise and goal wise as opposed to your counterpart like he's in that environment yeah. that doesn't put, uh, facilitate you know um, growth in like social hierarchy type of thing right so that's another thing that really sucks and that's why I think life isn't really fair and it yeah. can be fair but it's typically not fair right and it's him, because your environment kind of can determine sometimes like what do you know what Te- with him and him in 10 years compared to me in 10 years yeah he'll be stronger yes he'll be stronger he'll be mentally tougher yes, yes. because he's living through suffering mm-hmm. and i have to create suffering yeah oh shit that's you know? deep yeah i have to create suffering because right now thank god yeah. and i'm in a position where i don't have to suffer yeah. you know I, I have a roof on my head i have a fridge in my house and i have food in the fridge so i'm blessed but he's gonna really he like, i have to, to, to for me i create the suffering through the gym through other things that I do to create suffering to help me grow, mm-hmm. he's going to suffer because he has no choice. Regardless. And he's going to be stronger in the end. Yeah. Sometimes it's good. That's why it's good. That's why they say, what's the quote? Like, um, uh, people, like, I guess it's like, uh, people who come from the bottom will appreciate su- success so much more than those who are started at the yeah, top yeah. kind of thing. You, but you could start at the top and be successful, which is fine. But the people who started with nothing mm-hmm. in an African village, whatever, yeah, for, yeah. for conversation's sake, um, will be so much more grateful because he knows at any moment I can go back to that. Mm-hmm. And that's scary. That's why, that's exactly why um, every generational form of wealth, like if you come from a very wealthy family and you're the third generation, the likelihood of you being the cause of your family's um, bankruptcy is much greater than, for example, your grandfather who actually built everything and was responsible right. for the wealth. Because you're three, you're two generations removed from the struggles and from the uh, pain and suffering, just like the guy from Africa, right? right? So right. the guy from Africa, like he, it's still fresh in his mind. Yeah. Like to his kids, yeah. like he can share stories, yeah. sh- share portraits and stuff. Yeah. The, you know, like they'll, Kind of like, oh, like, I get it, that or whatever. And yeah. he can teach them directly. But then once his kids have kids, then it's lost. Then it's lost. Yeah. And then it starts just, like, getting, you know, weaker and weaker. Yeah. And that thing that you said is so great uh, about, like, fabricating uh, obstacles in your head. Like, you have yeah. to fabricate stuff. Like, we fabricate yeah. things in our heads. Like, if you really think about it, it's like, oh, like, if you ask someone in New Jersey... Uh, like, oh, like, hey, Becky, why are you, like, what's up? Like, what, like, you seem a little bit off today. What's wrong? Are you okay? Is everything okay at home? And then she says, ah, oh, fucking Starbucks, uh, employee fucking <laughs> fucked up my order today yeah. or whatever. And that's and a real life situation. That's a real life situation. Yeah. And to her, like, that'll yeah. fuck up the whole day. Like, she'll yeah. be pissed off. She'll be It started day off on the wrong foot and everything goes wrong. And she'll be remorseful because, yeah. and then you think about a villager in fucking Africa who wakes up one day and goes to check on their kids and finds out that they're not breathing and that they're yeah. dead and that they died of like just lacking food. That's, those are real starvation that are actually happening right now around the world. That actually happens. Right now that people don't, Yeah, you know? And so it's like- Be grateful. What are your problems really? 
be grateful. Be like, grateful? Yeah. Be fucking grateful because because there's people around the world dying right now. Like that, oh, they, they don't know tomorrow. Like you saw the video with the three girls who were they were trying to cook on the on the. I was gonna bring the, it up right now for too, the yeah. YouTube video, yep. and then they heard a bomb go off, yep. and they all ran and started crying. Yeah, like and you're you're crying about your Starbucks order. <sighs> like you know how much worse it could be. Be grateful that you even can drive to Starbucks. You know. Yeah. It's just like that video is. That's why it's, bro. I think it's. I'm blessed. I'm so happy I didn't grow up with money. Yeah. I'm so. I feel like it's it's easy to be like that. And not everybody is, but it's easy to be like that when you grow up with money because mm-hmm. you're spoiled. You, you had it. But when you had nothing, it's like, I'll never, like, I'll never yell at a waiter for messing up my order. Ever. You know? No. You know, people freak out in the restaurant, oh, there's yeah. air in my food. Confront or, them. And or like, oh, you messed up my order. I don't know. I'm like, yeah, yeah. hey, bro, yeah. I don't want to make a big deal between me and you. Like, this is, I ordered this, I wanted this. Um, yeah. I'm not mad. Just yeah. you fix it for me. Civilized. It's like, People, like what am I getting mad about? I'm I'm about to eat. I'm lucky. Yeah. I'm even gonna eat. You want me to complain about? Um, yeah. You didn't. You put normal fries instead of sweet potato fries. You know what I'm saying? Extra pump. When I yeah. said no extra pump, it's like fuck <laughs> you. It's, it's like I hate you for life now. It's like it's so stupid. Yeah, it's so stupid. But yo, like that, that the day that you share that video, I watched it at least like a dozen times. Like yo, I do. Like kills me, bro. That stuff kills me. I, Yo, to like think that that, oh my god, and, and like it's good for like perspective wise, right? Because like I'm I'm huge on perspective, like I'm right. huge on like, um, and I think that that's the reason why I'm just like really into art. Like I just like watching videos of like people analyzing like pieces of art and stuff, and yeah. it's just because like perspective. It's yeah, like we were watching that before. Yeah, yeah, I was watching when you were upstairs. <laughs> it's like just like um analyzing something and then just like looking at like looking at one thing at a from a z angle right and realizing that a has a z side to it it's yeah. like oh shit so if it has a z side then it probably has the whole alphabet yeah so like depending on the angle that you look at something like it could change yeah. what that something you means ha- to you yeah and i think that goes into like you just have to be radically open-minded radical but assertive yeah. yes Radically, so when I say radically open mind, I mean you have to be open to hearing every single point of view. Yeah. So like we said, with like, like you might have to like the someone's point of view who was like, oh, we don't care about those kids. I don't have any direct relation to them. Um, yeah. You have to think about that person's point of view and why they think like that. You yeah. have to think about someone like our point of view, or like those poor kids. I wish I could just take them in and let them live in my house. And you have you, you just got to be radically open mind. You have to consider everything, and you have to be assertive in what you believe. Yeah. That's true. Being open-minded to everything is critical. I like to... That's why, like, I'll never... Even though I don't agree with what Kanye says, like we said before, I'll mm-hmm. never bash him. Because I I, I want to consider what he's saying. Yeah. And there's a reason why he's saying what he's saying. Yeah. And the reason why everybody says what they said. You have to just be really open-minded. And then when you when you accumulate all the facts, you don't, you get everything together, you analyze, mm-hmm. and then you get assertive with what you, with and, what you believe in. And then you make a firm assessment of right. just the whole situation. And that to me is empathy, right? It's yeah. like putting myself in someone else's shoes. Right. But the problem with society now is that people, they can't be empathetic because right. they're too stuck in their own way. So it's like right. a person, like people are very egotistic now, right. especially with Instagram, especially with everything. Like it's all about you. It's all mm-hmm. about, you know, and that is great, you know, to a certain extent. But if you extrapolate certain limitations of where it, like it can become very e- like ego maniacal type of thing. It's yeah. like people... Like, for example, I think that the the only way for you to practice 
full empathy is by removing yourself from the equation. Right. So exactly. it's like putting yourself in right. those kids' right. shoes, trying to understand, like legitimately like meditate on that. Like, yeah, pretend to, like, you are them. Pretend you're them. Like pretend you just had a great idea to make a YouTube video. You're yeah. a kid. Um, go back to when you were a kid, yeah. imagining yourself playing soccer, whatever, playing right. outside, playing outdoors. And you're just hanging out with your friends and boom, bombs. And, yeah. like, and like the risk of your life pretend is that, that happen. Pretend that was to happen on home soil. How you exactly, would feel. Exactly. Now that your family is at risk, how exactly. would you feel? Your now mom. think about these kids who like, probably in the back of their head, is like, oh, I hope this, these videos go viral mm -hmm. so we can get out of the situation that we're in right now. Yep. Like that's probably the end goal. They think they're cooking for fun. They're, they're cook Obviously they like doing it, but yeah, yeah. In, in the back of their head, like they see all these videos going viral all the yeah. time. Like if this video goes viral and somebody sees it and they can save me from my situation, yep. they do it. And you have to consider that like you were born where you could go outside freely you know, you don't have to worry about anything. Yeah. You get in your car, you drive anywhere you want. You don't have a, you never even consider what if, what if a bomb goes off or yeah. what if someone tries to kill me? Nuclear weapons. What if, like, you don't like never have to think about that. And you're yeah. so blessed to not think about that. No, you have to take a step back, put yeah. yourself in their shoes and imagine like, I don't even know if I can go to the store because mm -hmm. what if this happens? Because I might blow up. I, I might, might get die. Killed. Yeah. Like every single day you might die. Yeah. And you have to like take a step back and really like, Pull yourself in the situation, like scary yeah, shit. Dude. Yeah, and that actually is a perfect example for what we were talking about before. It, um, like those kids could be very talented entertainers, like talented YouTubers, but they're right. stuck in that position where they're right. not given the, you know, the resources necessary. And then they, what sucks is that they probably look at you know Logan Paul, Jake Paul, like right. all, like all these famous YouTubers and think. Oh, like I could be like them. Like right. I want that life because you know it's different and stuff. And stuff like that happens. But they're stuck there yeah. and like That's in the why war I zone. I empathize with everybody, bro. Yeah, I empathize with empathize, rich people yeah. who are yeah. upset that their money's getting taken yeah. away. I empathize with, with poor people who feel like they deserve some of that money. Yeah, I empathize with people who are suffering, who people who aren't suffering. I like, I like I said, I'm radically open minded. I think about everybody's position. Yeah, that's why I'm so neutral. That's why I don't even take a like in terms of like politics. Mm -hmm. I don't even take a side. Cause I see, I I'm so open minded yeah, that I too, yeah. I see why Bill Gates would get upset that ten billion dollars has to go to other people. Mm -hmm. But I see why the poor people could get upset that they're working so hard and they can't get yeah. the fruit of, yeah. of of life because just not things are in their fair. I can I, I empathize with both parties. Yeah. And then I also I empathize with the people in Palestine who are suffering, mm -hmm. and I empathize with the people here who don't even consider it yeah. because they they don't know. Yeah, because they're just blinded by they're the fact that they're just... And it's not their fault. I'm sure if they were in that situation they or they saw it or, like, gave it enough thought, yeah, they would understand, too. I feel like that's what's missing in society, too. It's, like, um, media outlets. Like, everybody just emphasizes what they want. So, like, every media outlet has an agenda. Every political party has an agenda. That's why... Yeah. I, I also don't like getting into politics because it can be a very slippery slope. So it, it can is. be very, even if you're a left leaning or left extremist, liberal, whatever, and you're right, all yeah. about everything and stuff, you're still like, it's just not good to pick sides. Like right. the idea of picking sides in of itself. I believe is just, in what's right. In what's right. In what's right. Exactly. Yeah. If it like being what hurts being open minded us. is the first step. 100%. Yeah. 100%. And like to me, it's like, I think the world would be better and this is going to sound fucked up and it's very controversial, but I think the world would be a better place if we were exposed to the atrocities that are happening more. So it's like, instead yeah. of you just getting home and watching your Netflix series or whatever, how about just playing that video of those kids getting... Right. And we saw it last week. Yeah. yeah we saw it with the, the whole tragedy in Jersey City. 
Yeah, yeah. We saw it. Yeah, everybody yeah, everybody true. reacted to it, yeah. which is positive. Everyone sees it. They empathize with the situation, yeah. And, yeah. and we we pay our dues to whoever. Yeah. Um. Now you have to look at it at a global scale. Yeah. Like, because it happened on home soil, you felt it. Now, that's happening yeah. to people every day. There's the whole situation in China with mm-hmm. the concentration camps. Yeah. There's the whole situation in Palestine, Syria. With the um, sweatshops, right? And uh, the uh, slave workers and stuff that make your iPhone and make your... Yeah. But you're oblivious to the fact because the yeah. media just doesn't say. And that's actually funny. Um, I think you you saw the um reaction that I had to the whole Jersey City thing. Uh. My reaction to that was kind of controversial, and the reason being is this, which is also going to be controversial. But this whole podcast is about being controversial. Fuck uh. it. Um, my own like, I'm glad that people acknowledge it. But again, it's because it's in home soil, so it's yeah. close to home. So like right. that's why people will, you know, um, acknowledge it to the fir- um in the first place. Yeah. Second being. People, like, I just don't like it. I don't know, like, this is just a personal opinion. It's like, I think it's so useless for you to just post something for the, because, again, I don't want to come off ingenuous or anything like that or extremely cynical, but it's like, I feel like a lot of people just posted about it because everybody else was posting about it. Yeah, that happens. So, like, FOMO, right? It's like fear of missing out. So, if your friend is posting it, it's virtue signaling. Yeah, yeah, because everybody else is posting it. Like, I'm going to post it. I'm going to post it, too. That's facts. You don't even have to hesitate about that. That's facts. People will do that. People will see that other people are posting about it. They they won't even know what happened in Jersey City. They're already posting something about, like... Prayers go out to... And, again, and then it comes to to the prayer aspect. Like, um... I don't know, man. It's like, if you really want to help, you can do it without doing anything that other people are doing. Like, you yeah. can donate money the to the families that you were involved. You can go out of your way to actually help. You can like, donate, yeah. And I'm not saying that a post helps because it raises mm-hmm. awareness. No, no, no. Yeah, yeah. Right. Exactly but, that, yeah. But um, how much do you care? Yeah. yeah. Because yeah. if you, what, what's, what worries me is if, if you can't empathize with everything that's happening around the world, if you have mm-hmm. no sympathy for everybody that's, even other states, um, other countries, if you can't empathize with those situations, you're fucked. Then how can you empathize so thoroughly with this one? Like, yeah. why do you care so much now? Is yeah. it because is it because you genuinely care, or is it because everybody else cares? Yeah. Now, if somebody is I can like I can see empathizes with what happens in around the world, and, and now they're empathizing with, and they post about this situation too. It's like, okay, this is good. You know, you you're you're aware. Yeah. Um, and not taking away from from anybody, obviously. No, 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 you know, no, no. Like, it's like, yeah. Um, people, want, I, mean, yeah. I guess, in the end of the day, it's a good intention. But I want you to have that good mm-hmm. intention with everything. Exactly, right. and and it's kind of complicated to talk about it because of that. Yeah. It's like, just like you said, it's good that it w- raises awareness. And to me, it's like it's using the the evil that is the superficiality of social media, yeah. using it to a positive, um, I guess, use and trying to like raise awareness and yeah. everything. But again. It's, it's like almost you like using the word love a lot, right? Like, like people nowadays, like they'll, I feel like if you use something too much, it loses value. Yes. So my prayers go out to whatever. My prayers go out to whatever. My prayer. Did you actually pray for them? Is there actually (laughs) any meaning in that? Yeah. Like that's my thing. It's like, are you posting that just? But, but again, everybody else did. I'm not gonna judge you for that because yeah. you're raising awareness. Like the, at least there's some good out of it. But yeah. you know what I mean. Like I want you to a, actually care. Exactly. I want like, you to actually care. If you post, like, I actually, actually care. Post, yeah. I didn't. I don't even know if I posted about it at the time, but I I actually mm-hmm. care. Like yeah. I feel for his family and I feel for the the victims and I feel for yeah. everybody involved. 
and I actually I didn't I might not post about it, but like I the same way I care about him is the same way I care about everybody else though, you know, mm-hmm. or um you know same yeah, way I yeah. care about everybody involved is like the people who live near. Yeah. Uh, the risk factors, all that stuff is the scare part, you right? Know, like of you just going it's to work one to day, home, yeah. Like I saw a lot of um, stories of people I follow and who work in Jersey City, and they were like hiding, like under like tables and stuff, and well, just like a cop. scared and just like my fucking... boy was there. He's a cop, really? Yeah. And he was like involved in the right. yeah. shootout. Yeah, yeah, that's Gun crazy. his hand and everything. That's crazy. Yeah. That's fucking crazy. Yeah, like empathy, man. Empathy is the key and being open-minded Yeah, and just making assessments basing off of that. Yeah, And it's one thing to be open-minded, but you have to like, I, I literally, when I say like, I consider every single point of view, mm-hmm. even when I do something wrong, right? Yeah. I think about what he thought about it, yeah. what he thought about it, yeah. what the fourth party thought about it, yeah. and, and, I, and, I, and I analyze. Yeah. It's self-analysis and you mm-hmm. say, okay, maybe I shouldn't have done this. Yeah. Maybe I should have did this better. Even doing that with people you disagree with, right? Right. So, like, that's the hardest part yeah. because, like, people, again, pride in, and ego gets in the way. Yeah. So, it's, like, if you're in, like, a very hot feud with someone and you yeah. just hate that person's gut at that point, um, it's very hard for you to remove yourself from that scenario and be right. like, wait. It takes power. It takes, you have to be mentally strong enough to do that. Let me see why he's hating this yeah. hard. Let me, see, you know, try to understand this. That's why I don't hard. answer. Cause I'm like, yeah. cause I'm like, oh, you know what? Maybe, maybe he's been training for this long and things haven't gone his way, or maybe genetically he wasn't as whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like to respond. Like I try to, cause I try to, like I said, I try to empathize. Just sometimes when it happens too much, yeah, you're like, all right, this is the one. I gotta say something back. And mm-hmm. I didn't even, I didn't even say when I responded to this person, I responded like. Not negatively at first. Mm-hmm. Really, the negativity came in when like people who follow me who saw it got mad that he was saying that, and then that's so when the negativity came in. Yeah, but yeah. I was like, "Listen, bro, believe what you want. Yeah. This is a fact. Yeah, end of story." And yeah. I stopped. Yeah. And another funny thing is that um yesterday I was reading this book where it talked about um evolutionary humanism, which is basically what Hitler did with okay. like. Nazis and everything. And again, like this is very controversial to even say that, right? right. To, to even state his name, for example. But it goes back into like being so open-minded that you're able to empathize with one of the most villainous and just right. and worst human beings uh, on the planet. And basically. understand why they did what they did. Understand why he did try it. Try to at least. Try, yeah, yeah. Yeah, because you'll never fully understand yeah. like, what he did. But basically like I was reading up on how, you know, basically he was applying Darwinism logic to the human race where he viewed a certain um species and i use uh uh, race rather because we're all human race right like but people say oh like the black race or white race or whatever but that's all bullshit um and basically like trying to apply that to one specific race that which was the aryan race which to him had all the perfect attributes and stuff and so he wanted to sustain that and to have them interbreed with each other and not crossbreed with other races in order to um perpetuate the human race and in his mind he wanted to do that atrocious act for the better sake of humankind right so if you put yourself in that position and try to like empathize with that you're like like you'll start getting scared of how much that kind of makes sense yeah. to him at least, right? Yeah. So in his mind, like he was never doing anything wrong. And so- He didn't even realize how bad- He didn't even going. realize. Yeah. Like it was just like second nature to him. It's like, yeah. oh, like I'll just do this. So he was trying to act as, um, as um, uh, 
what's it called? Biological fuck. Just like basically he was trying to play Mother Nature and like um exterminating everything else and making it yeah. evolve. But like that's again, the author of the book had to put himself in a very, very, very controversial yeah, position, position. That you that you, you don't understand at all. Yeah. Like you might not you might not you might not agree at all and you have to but you still yeah. have to consider yeah. why they're thinking the way they're thinking and what made them think that way. Mm -hmm. And then you could kind of get some insight on why they're doing what they're doing and then you could have a response or you could yeah. have like um just an understanding. Mm-hmm. Like I try to like I think about what's going on in China right now. Yeah. Why are they doing that? Yeah. And I try to think like, what's the logic? And you know, it, yeah. To be open minded like that instead of just being like, oh, fuck mm -hmm. them, fuck them, yeah. Nah, nah, they don't know what they're doing. They're assholes. Yeah. Da da da. Yeah. Which I completely what, what's going on over there is like it kills me every day, dude. Yeah. I, I hate seeing it and yeah. it's killing me. But like, I kind of think like, why are they doing? Like, what is the reason behind what they're doing? What they're doing? And mm -hmm. then you can get a sense of why they're doing it, and then you could get a sense of how you should react to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the only way for you to actually understand people. It's by putting yourself in that position because yeah. there's no other way because everything else is just a, just, just a grouping of just um, narratives. It's like everybody has, to me, every social interaction, every, especially in business, it's like you walk into a conference room, for example, and you're about to negotiate a contract or a raise or anything with someone else who holds that power over you. It's like you walk into a room you're walking into a narrative. Right. So once you sit down, everybody that's in like sitting at that table is fighting for who controls the narrative. So what that means is like the person, your employer, for example, um, he has his own narrative and you're just a character in that narrative. Right. And you have your narrative where that person is the character of your narrative and, and everybody's a protagonist of their own narrative type of thing. So you're the movie star of your own life. Right. I'm the movie star of my life. Uh, you know, Joe's the movie star of his life and so on and so forth. And so like that's where ego comes into play. So it's clashing of ego. And so the way for you to understand other people's narrative is to kind yeah. of put yourself in, accept the position that you may play in that person's narrative. So instead yeah. of you trying to clash narratives and be like, no, I'm imposing my narrative in this yeah. room. So mine goes and yours takes the backseat. It's like, all right, I'll accept your narrative. I'll play yeah. that part to better understand where you're coming from. Right. So then and you I, can actually... And then you respond with, I understand your narrative. Yeah. However... However, I think is, that this could be better because here, like, let me present to you what happens in my narrative that yeah. you may or may not like or understand. And then yeah. and then together, you kind of mesh that narrative together yeah. and you create one that benefits both parties. Right. So, like, that's the whole idea of, like, um, just just a win-win negotiation, a win-win mindset, which I'm big on. Because, like, people have that win-lose mentality. It's like, oh, like, you know, if if he wins, then I lose. Right. You know, like it's inevitable, like it's gonna happen. No, Stupid. but there's a win-win yeah, mentality. Yeah. It's like everybody can win, like everybody can benefit from this. Yeah, and that's actually a funny part about the whole fiber thing. It's like, um, again, anytime you're trying to aspire to do anything different or anything bigger than yourself, um, you will have people questioning your intentions and questioning why. Yeah. So you know, a lot of people say like, oh, like you're getting into business because you want to be a millionaire or you want to be filthy rich or whatever. The way I see it. It's basically that it's like it's like it's um offering a platform for people and like doing things that maybe other people don't really take into consideration because they get obstructed and they get uh, hypnotized by the monetary incentive. So right. most gyms nowadays, like they'll just look at Planet Fitness or not even that. They'll just sit down and be like, all right, let's open a gym because it's profitable. Um, Amazon is taking over retail. There's a bunch of uh, real estate that's going to be available. 
Uh, it's the retail apocalypse. No other type of business is going to fulfill that space. So that's going to either go to gyms or whatever. So it's great. Long term, it's a great business because no, Amazon can't deliver fitness experience for you. Um, so, okay. So that, so that person sits down and has that idea. They'll bring up a list of like, oh, like what are the most successful gyms? And, and then they'll see like Planet Fitness, Retro, whatever it is. And they'll just copy and paste that and just like change a few colors, tweak it a little bit. Yeah change obviously the name and the logo and open it and be like okay you know like what now what now right yeah. like they'll start making money yeah. it's successful it works because it's similar to that but that's not the route i'm going down towards like my whole idea is to kind of like just do my own thing yeah. and not worry too much about the monetary incentives of course it's a business so it has yeah. to operate yeah. off of money uh but it's kind of like just putting the passion and putting in yeah. Everything else before the profit. How can I revolutionize this? Like exactly, it's got to be big. Like it's okay to exactly review. That. Just like yeah. I want to revolutionize the idea of gyms. I want people to see my gym. Yeah, and say like, yeah, okay, I need to do something like that. Exactly. You know, you yeah. look so to the point where it's like, why didn't I not think of that already? One hundred percent. Yeah, and it's funny that you use revolutionize because um, I once said that to someone. And that person told me, like, they kind of laughed in, like, a joking manner and said, oh, you you want to revolutionize the fitness industry yeah. or whatever. And they didn't take it seriously, but, like, my intention was always serious. Like, yeah. I was like, no, like, really, you don't understand. Like, <laughs> I, like I really want to change things. I want other gyms to, like, look at me and see, like, oh, shit, like, we should be doing that. Right. And then try to, like, keep up and catch up and try to, yeah. you know. But again, that's when I'll tell them like, oh, like you can try to copy, but you right. won't have me because like I'm the one that's going to be there doing right. the podcast. I'm the one that's going to be there with the vision, basically, and just yeah. like trying to like, you know, put that out there. Right. And so, but, but again, it's just, it's a scary thing to do because yeah. it's like convincing everybody else, convincing the world yeah. that you will be right in the end yeah. type of thing. But like, so it's hard. Like I said, it's self-belief. Yeah. I have a same similar goal. I want to revolutionize, revolutionize fitness in Egypt. Oh, I have a lot of followers. Like Damn, a, I have a lot of followers in Egypt because if they because they see me, mm -hmm. and it's not bodybuilding is not really a big thing over there. Mm -hmm. And they see me, and they see me doing something like like the way I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. And like, oh, I want, he if he can do it, why can't I do it? Yeah. And, and here's what I, like people can look at me right, and they can they can say, oh, you know, he was 130 pounds, he transformed to 200 pounds. You know, he bench presses 300 pounds, deadlifts mm -hmm. this, but like. I want my life to have substance, like a meaning behind it. Like when people look at me, mm -hmm. like because he did it, now I want to do it too. I want like because of you, I didn't quit. Yeah, you know, yeah. I want that. So I want I want some meaning. Some stuff. I want to revolution. When I say I want to revolutionize, I want people to look at me and like when they go to the gym there and be like, I need to raise my standard. Yeah, like I want them to see me and immediately when they see me raise my standard. So if they wake up and they go on their phone in the morning, they're scrolling through Instagram and, and they see me and they see mm -hmm. a post I put up, it's like. Mm -hmm. I gotta go, and they're feeling like unmotivated. Maybe they're Anything. not seeing results immediately, but then they look at your profile. They and see that they and they're like, the, it's possible. That I want to revolutionize it for them because there's yeah. so many kids there who are like, bro, I get a hundred DMs a day from from Egypt, from Egypt, alone. from Egypt. Jesus, that's and like I do my best to answer all of them because wow. they're always asking questions like, how did you go from this? Like they saw that video, that back video I posted recently, mm -hmm. and they were like, how did you do that? Like I look like you look like in the first picture. Like mm -hmm. I didn't, I never even thought that's possible. Yeah. And so I'll give him advice and I'll try to help. But I really want, I want to revolutionize yeah. it for them. So that everybody there, it might not have to be me. It might be now that he got motivation from me, yeah. his friends getting motivation from him. And there's and a sequence of people yeah. who are getting motivated and now changing their own lives as a result of something that I did. It's really not about money at the end of the day for me. It's about like it's how many lives can I change? So when I die, 
what what will I be remembered for? Yeah, like, what crazy. will you remember me for when I'm gone? I don't want to be the kid that, oh, he lifted a lot of weights, he has sick physique. Yeah, yeah, what yeah. does that mean? Anybody can have a sick physique. I, mean, I okay. want, when people see me, they immediately want to raise their standard. Mm -hmm. They feel like, oh, he's here, we got to turn up now. Yeah. You know? It's about the impact that you have on other people's, on other lives. people's lives. What's yeah. the What's the reason? What's the point? If you're not having an impact, not helping other people, then what's yeah. your purpose here? Yeah. 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 And that's the biggest, that's the most valuable currency. It's, right. it's, it's the impact. Because again, at your funeral, are people going to talk about the mansion that you have? No. no. Are people going to talk about how hot your wife was? That you, no. That you woke up gonna... for work on time every day? Like, yeah, oh, he was a like... good man. He worked. No. It's how, what did he do that? That like why should that, I care? Why is there four thousand people at his funeral right now? Yeah. Uh, and like each person is has a different relationship. Yeah, and just impacted. Yeah, one hundred percent. But that's so interesting about the Egypt thing. I I had no idea that you had like and that's like such a, a that's like that's like a long term goal yeah. of mine in the back of my head because I I like. I have such a like a huge following from different cities in Egypt. They're like mm -hmm. in my top. Like I have New Jersey, New York, mm -hmm. a couple other cities, Cairo. Like they're they're right there. That's crazy. Yeah. And you see my comments. Like a lot of my comments are in Arabic. Mm -hmm. Like these. I saw that once. Yeah, 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 yeah. a lot. And mm -hmm. I'm like, and I like I engage with them, and, I, and they look up to me like, yo, one day I'm gonna be like you. Just watch. They'll send me their posts like all the time. Oh shit! Like updates. You know what I'm They'll tag me in their posts. Yeah. Like like look at me. Like I'm Damn, gonna be like you. Dope. Then they have the self-belief that I had. And I yeah. see it. And I see it in them. And I'm like, bro, yeah. don't stop. That's powerful. Yeah, too. don't stop. Yeah. Like, don't fucking stop. Because I had times where I was like, yo, nothing's happening. Yeah. I'm grinding my ass off. I'm working so hard for what? I'm wasting like three, like I'm, yeah. I was saying I'm wasting three hours a day. Like I would like, there was those those times where I had doubts. Mm -hmm. And I was like, nah, nah, fuck that. I'm gonna keep going. <laughs> but that to you must be like the the ultimate. Cause I can only imagine like getting those posts and getting those updates. That drives the shit out of you, yeah. right? Because like you, not only are, like this, this not only includes you anymore. Yeah. It's like people who legitimately yeah. look up to you. It's, it's like, not even about me at all. You don't it's owe about, it to yourself anymore. It's like it's, you owe it to. It's repaying the people who yeah. who invested in me, who supported me. Who like I said, who saw you. potential in me when yeah. I couldn't see it in myself. Like I post a motivational video, right? And I have no idea. Like I kind of just post it because I think it's cool, and I'm like, oh, yeah. it's gonna motivate people. Mm -hmm. And then I see like the DMs that I get from some people were like the impact, the impact that it had. And I'm like, I need to make a thousand more, you know? Yeah. Because that's what it. that's what I care about. Like now, like I I have six more already sitting in my gallery, yeah. and I have six more that I have in my head that I want to make. Yeah. Because if it has that much of an impact, that's what I care about. Yeah. And then money just ceases to be as important. I feel it's like. not even important, bro. Yeah, because do you know Jim Carrey? I do. So he said this once, and I found it so powerful. He said that he wishes that everybody could be rich and famous, so that they can understand that it's it doesn't mean anything. Doesn't mean anything. So it's like now he's trying to influence people with his artistry. So he paints, he's right. he's a painter, he's selling his art, he's trying to make a difference through charity work, thing that things that he doesn't really show on social media. Like he keeps it very, you know, hush hush right. to himself. But that's what brings him joy. It's like he doesn't do yeah. things for the spotlight anymore. Like he like he got out of that Hollywood machine yeah. and he realized that, oh, so you reach the epitome of A-list celebrity, you're yeah. the highest grossing paid actor in Hollywood so now what and you get there and it's like so this is what people are looking forward to so this is what every kid everybody on this planet dreams of yeah so and what's like, the point it's and just you, not enough it's too. good it's that that like money's good bro we all want money oh of Let's course we all want you money. need money yeah. but but yeah. if I had to pick between money mm -hmm. and making people's lives better yeah a hundred times out of a hundred is making yeah. people's lives better 
because that's what we grew up on, right? Yeah. Like, like not gr- grew up on, but our species in yeah. general, like in general, evolved from that. Right. It's like helping your neighbor uh, learn how to fish. It's like helping your neighbor learn how to hunt. It's like it's helping other people. Like that's money. Money is interesting because money. Um, it if you think about everything, like everything, everything is a human construct. It's mm-hmm. like life. There, like, there's right now. There's two realities coexisting. There's the biological, real material reality that we see touch feel and there's the the um uh, manufactured reality basically and they both like happen at the same time so for example uh money right money only works because everybody believes in it right so if the whole world if six billion of seven billion people stop believing in the dollar the dollar would no longer have any value yeah because if you think about like if you take out a hundred dollars bill, like a hundred dollar bill right now, there's no inherent value to it. Like you can't eat it, you can't wear it, you can't do anything with yeah. it other than you know make it catch on fire to like warm yourself. But that will only last for like a second, a second right? Yeah. So it's like there's no inherent value there, yeah. and all of the value is just a construct. It's just like something that we right. give into it. Yes. So like that goes to everything in society. It's like things that people value. It's all just inherent. Like it. Yeah. Like fame, like fame, like I personally, I don't want to be famous. Like mm. if it happens, I'll learn how to cope with it. But yeah. that's not something that I aspire to be. It's like, yeah. I don't want to be a famous YouTuber. I don't want to be like anything like that. I think like the reason why I would want to be famous is that I would have, when I say famous, is a I would have platform. a bigger platform yeah. to impact people. I don't, yes, I, yes, there's yes, a thing, yes, it's yes. like, what's the point of being efficient if you can't be effective? Like, what's the point of me doing everything that I'm doing, being efficient, like every day grinding for four hours, if it's not effective? It's just, if it's not like, if other people aren't getting motivated by it, if other, people, if other people aren't seeing it and being like, okay, that's possible. Yeah. I want to show people that's possible. Yeah. If you're willing to take it there, you I, have to yeah, be willing yeah. to go to like a dark, there's days where you go to like a dark, dark place. You're in the, like, I'll be in the gym. It's like, I'm in a dark, dark place where my friends will look at me and they look away because they see it, you know, they see Blood, it and they're yeah, like, ah, oh, yeah. not today, bro. We're not yeah. even going to talk. We just put the headphones on it and get yeah. it done. Yeah. And, um, nope. that's what it takes Blood, sometimes. Yeah. You just have to be willing to take it there. And then, bro, that's what I love so much about this mm-hmm. whole gym thing. It's like with sports, like you have talent, right? You need talent because you could work as hard as you want. It might not work out mm-hmm. with the gym with fitness, bodybuilding, whatever. It's like you can go as far as you're willing to. And it's the effort that you put in is yeah. what you get out of it. Bro, I had shitty yeah. genetics. Like yeah. people like if you see like like in terms of everything, mm-hmm. like length, ratios, everything, like garbage. Mm-hmm. Like really bad. People say like like people tell like, like people like when I get shout outs from big pages and stuff, like people come like this kid had the shittiest genetics. Like they could see it. Mm-hmm. Um and I was like, okay, well I'm just, all I can do is work as hard as possible and work past that. And, just and that's what I did. Have, yeah. And now people don't even notice anymore. Yeah. So there's no excuse. This, especially in this sport, there's no excuse. It's like, it's direct result. What you put in is what you get out. What like, And it's a 24-7 gig. It's like, okay, in the yeah. gym, now nah, it's eating. Nutrition. Am I making this? Am I yeah, doing I mean, Making decisions you make throughout the day that will affect that. Lifestyle, right? Yeah. Yeah. So let's tie into the question that someone asked about, um, like, how do you start? So... What motivated you to get into the gym at first? Like, I know that you said that it involved your legs. Like, you, you. No, that was just a. That was just a. That, like was, that was just, a challenge that we did. It was like a twenty. We just like we didn't like our legs, so we're like, oh, we're gonna grow. Okay, okay. And what we're gonna do is we're gonna kill ourselves. Just like go push hard. ourselves to the absolute limit every single day mm-hmm. until they grow. Okay. And it worked. 
So, but, uh, so what motivated say, you like to like first step into the gym? Like what? It was clicked. initially was soccer. I was like, I wanted to get stronger so that I could, okay. you know, keep going. And then it was like, bro, I got like in high school, like I hate to say the word bully because I, I don't like, I don't look at it. I just got, there's a lot of situations that I encountered mm -hmm. that I, I hated that I was a small guy. I was small, bro. Mm -hmm. I was five foot four, 130 pounds. I was like a baby. Okay. Like I looked yeah. like, I looked like I was 12 when yeah. I was a yeah. sophomore in high school. You know what I mean? Okay. And I was just like, I was just like, I need to get out of this. Like, I need to like, mm -hmm. and like, it was just. I guess it was like sick of taking shit and not being able to give it back yeah. confidently. Yeah, yeah. Confidence, know? yeah. 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 So I was like, fuck that. I'm yeah. doing it. And yeah. I just like I and I when I started, so like what happened in high school is like I started for like a couple months and I stopped because it was just a soccer thing. And then like when I really started getting back into it again was in college, like junior mm -hmm. year and of sophomore year, junior year in college where I was like like let's just I don't it was You're gonna actually take it seriously. To, yeah, to yeah. say to say something clicked, it was like accumulation of things like I wanted to be able to present. I want to be presentable. I think mm -hmm. um, the first thing people notice about you before they notice anything else is your physique. And people deny that. That's but true. like the first thing people notice about you is your physique. If you walk into your boss's office for an interview, the first thing he sees when you walk in is not your smile, not your eyes, not the way you can. It's your physique. It's and your he's judging you by that. When he shakes your hand, yeah. he can. T he knows everything from he needs about you from yeah. the handshake, from the way yeah. you look in his eyes. Yeah, He'll know everything he needs. A yeah. lot of stuff he needs to know about you yeah. from the jump. And, and I think it's a huge impact. The way, and, and that works with Mm -hmm. Like the way people perceive you when you're just walking the street. That's so like true. if you're sk like skinny, you're hunched over, you don't mm -hmm. have a good posture. Like lacking confidence. People are just, like man. they immediately judge you off of that. Yeah. When you have your, yeah. you know, you're you're wide. You know, you got they can see that you train. Oh, true, it's respectable. Yeah. Um, and, and I kind of wanted that look. I wanted to be like I wanted people to look at me and be yeah. like have respect for me immediately. You know. Yeah. And it also reflects your personality trait, right. just like you said, like you can judge people how they work out in the gym. And right. that's exactly like outside, too. So it's like if you have a six pack, for example, that translates into dedication. It right. translates to like that's what I see. This guy takes yeah. it seriously. Like this guy doesn't fuck around with diet, nutrition, working yeah. out like he's consistent, consistency, dedication. And a friend of mine, uh, she told me this, actually, like she said that she looks at a potential uh, spouse for like a romantic relationship yeah. by judging off of their abs. And then she explained it like, no, no, but not in a superficial sense. It's just right. like, I just want to make sure that he's capable of being dedicated, yeah. of being consistent, consistent and committed to it. Right. And that's so the consistency three, is yeah. key yeah. because like it goes, ties back to the motivation thing. Like motivation is, um, it comes and goes. Yeah. I 100%. have like more days than not where I'm mm -hmm. unmotivated, but it's like, I yeah. can't stop. Like motivation I, I, is cheap. It's like I put in way too much now to even consider. Like I don't even consider ever stopping. That's so true. Like yeah. I can guarantee you. Like if like especially even yourself like, after the fiber thing, you'll never yeah, no, think no. back. Yeah, no. It's too late. There's yeah. no plan B because it distracts from plan, plan A. A. Yeah, and that about looking back is so true because there were moments. Again, I also want to touch on the whole like dark energy thing because I um I think that every high achiever has dark energy and yeah. basically what that is is. Going into that very dark place in your mind that not many people are uh, just courageous enough to access and just staying in there a little bit yeah. just to like find yourself because yeah. you'll find yourself in the darkest recesses of your mind. So like, I thrive there. I thrive there too. Yeah, yeah it's just that dark mentality. Sometimes that, that like, dark I'll space. be there for a long time and then mm -hmm. when I get out, when I start like seeing myself come out of it, mm -hmm. I'm like, fuck. Yeah, I want to go back. Yeah, like if yeah. I could stay here for a day, you know, the, like the things yeah. I could do. Yeah, yeah, because uh. that's where growth lies. Yeah. So it's like there were days where you know I spoke on this 
before, but there were days where I thought about quitting everything. But then you look back and then you see like, damn, like all this legwork that you put in, all of this, like this trail that you've managed to traverse up until this point, and you're just going to throw everything away because of this like minor setback. So then you have to pivot drastically and you have to practice radical candor and you have to just re like literally revamp the whole landscape to suit your needs and also adapt to it as well. But like not adapting in a sense of like being complacent. So you can never, like I'm a, I believe in adapting, but adapting only if it results in something better. So not necessarily immediately, but it could be long-term. So you could suffer now more, for example, and take like these punches in the face right now. But looking long-term wise, like it'll benefit you more if you do that instead of you running away from those punches and you're running in the opposite direction. It's, you know. I say this a lot. Everybody needs to get punched in the face. Everybody. Everybody I, needs to get punched in the face because you realize it doesn't hurt that bad. And you realize that you have a plan until you get punched in the face. And right. That's what Mike Tyson said, I think. Yeah. And that's the truth. Everybody story. has a plan until they get punched in the face. That's the truth. the thing story, is, yeah. when you get punched, everybody's scared of getting punched. Yeah. You know, until you get punched. And, and then like, you realize that it's not that bad. Oh, yeah. That's it? Yeah. That's what I was scared of? Punch me three more times. Let me keep pushing. You know yeah. what I'm saying? That's yeah. it. Like, I'm going to keep, like, it's nothing, bro. These yeah. step, setbacks are, like they say, like, every setback happens for a reason. And they lead to what? Success. Success. And I think it was Will Smith who said, um, I don't know if you saw this, but he said that, what did he say exactly? Uh, he was talking about jumping off of the plane. Right, right. He was skydiving like, and the yeah. concept of fear and and how his fear was just manifested before the actual event. Yeah. So think about it. Like he was fearful of jumping out of the plane yeah. until it led to that moment. And he said that the moment he jumped off the plane, excuse me, uh, it was the moment of absolute freedom and bliss and just Hell like yeah. everything was just, yeah. Like, yeah. why was I scared? Have, like, yeah, you have to run directly at fear. That's the only way to face Head it. on. Directly at Chest it. Chest out, ready right. to fucking tackle it. And yeah. Bring it I've, to the ground I've done that so many times. Even like, it happened in the beginning. When I first started like posting mm-hmm. fitness stuff on Instagram, I was so hesitant. I was like, ah, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I was like, I'm not fearful of it, but I guess I would say I, would, I was hesitating a lot because of the judgment of other people or like I didn't yeah, want to yeah. come off as this kind of guy cocky or anything like that and I was like you know what fuck and I just ran and I, you run directly at it and like other things that like I, I went skydiving once too and I was completely I was you did? yeah I, I did it I really um, want to go one day Sussex skydiving <laughs> nearby and I was, and I hate I had no intention to do it I, I wasn't even looking forward to it but I um, but I was like let me just do it you know see what yeah, happens yeah. I, was like, I was like if I don't do it I'm going to be scared of it for the rest of my life and you're going to want to do it for the rest of your life too. And like have that thought in the back of your head, like what if, you know, and what if to me is the biggest, biggest thing, you know, like it's like, like basically all of the decisions I make, I, I balance it out by using the question, what if, yeah. like, what if I don't do this, what happens? And then yeah. I try to like meditate on that. I try to like understand like the pathway, you, like everything that can result from that. And what if I do do this? Like what can happen then? Yeah. So the fear of what if is like, oh, dude, like it's the worst thing ever. So what if I were to have given up, for example, during the first setback that's inevitable with fiber? Would I be here right now? Would we be talking right now? No, because I would probably be unmotivated. I would probably have given up. I would probably have gone back to college. I would probably have listened to all of the people that told me to doubt myself and to not believe in it. Like you're in over your head. Because mind you, like I started this when I was 19. And again, I was like very naive. And I... I kind of thank myself for being naive because you have to be kind of, again, kind of crazy and kind of like so, so in tune with your own self-belief and potential that you just 
tune out every doubt that yeah. anybody can have. It's like everybody that told you, like, who do you think you are is getting a gym membership? Yeah. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, just focus on your studies and just do yeah. whatever, you know, like, and then you tell them that you want to be a soccer player and that you want to be like a world-class class athlete or mm. you or a bodybuilder, whatever it is. And if you listen, like, you can't listen to that. Like, that's yeah. the whole thing. Like, you have to be naive to a point where you're yeah. very ignorant towards that. Yeah, that's the best way to be. Yeah. And I, and I think it's good that, I mean, like, <laughs> some people blow up at, like, some really good things happen to them and they find it at 18 mm -hmm. and they're young mm -hmm. and they haven't gone through shit yet yeah. to know how to deal with it. Yeah. I think it's good that, like, right now I'm posting every single day trying to build a following so that I can motivate <laughs> people so eventually I could, like, I want to. I want to impact as many people as possible. That's the mm -hmm. end goal. Yeah. And to do that, I have to like eat shit. Yeah. A lot for those people. For those people. Yeah. Right. And yeah. it's like I'm willing to eat shit from 19 to 26. If at 27, um, you blow up. I blow up, yeah. and and I have a breakthrough where. I can, you know, open something big and do something for as many people as possible. Mm -hmm. um, then I'll, yeah. I'm willing to suffer for eight years. It's okay. Yeah. Like I told you, this is the fun part. Yeah. yeah. The fun part. Every day I wake up and like, it's a clear vision. It's mm -hmm. like, I got to do this and I got to do that. It's clear. Yeah. That's the fun part. I like it. Yeah. When I make it, I'm going to have to find something else I want. Because mm -hmm. I don't think I'll be able to do it without it. And that's the only reason why you like you're here today. It's because you like it, yeah. right? Because you embrace it and you like that dark part of just everything that is, you know. And I don't know if you feel the same way, but personally, like in three years, maybe I've matured what most people will mature in, like maybe thirty years, yeah. twenty years. Or that's something. why I'm happy I didn't blow up. Exactly. You should have seen, exactly. but you should have seen the things 100%. I would like post my Instagram story three years ago. Me too. Yo, like, like, I I'll say, cringe. I'll cringe today. Like yeah. I can't look at my phone sometimes. I'll just throw it. I'm like, yeah. I can't look at even that though shit. that. Like even the things I would say. Like I would say mm -hmm. like, like I like I told you I was like, it's gonna be. Yo, I'm the best bodybuilder in the world. <laughs> like stuff like that. Yeah. Like so like yeah. flamboyant statements yeah. that like I had yeah. no right to make. Uh -huh. But I was like, Nah, I'm the man. Yeah. And I'm happy I didn't because I was ignorant. Yeah. And I was like, I I like my self belief, but I'm happy that it didn't happen then because I would have said some things that like, yeah. That I probably don't agree with now. One hundred percent. I change every. I change every minute, bro. Yeah. I might believe. So I might have believed something two minutes ago. Now it's different. You know. It's different. Yeah. And that's so true because I told someone recently too. It's like if Fiber Fitness had opened in two thousand seventeen or or eighteen or even spring two thousand nineteen, which I started announcing at the yeah. beginning of this year, and again setback, major setback. So now it's postponed to early next year. Mm. But if it had opened in like two thousand seventeen, for example. I don't think I would have been equipped to manage it to the fullest potential that it can be. Right. And I was nowhere near as prepared as I think I am now, for example. And right. again, the future me in three years from now might look at me right now yeah. and say like, who the fuck did that guy think he yeah. was? So it's like, it's always like a constant evolution, but taking advantage of like each setback and viewing it, yeah. acknowledging it as, you know, for what it is, you know, that's very powerful. And I'm just a huge... um um advocate for um well not advocate but i like using the concepts of like buddhism for example like mm. um they they believe in looking at things for what they are rather than craving for something more or less so basically yeah. what that means is like if you're going through pain yeah. 
Yeah. Instead of you wanting the pain to subside, embrace it. You have to sit in that pain, yeah. embrace it, because there's richness in that pain and there's knowledge to be acquired yeah. from it. And the same thing goes from like happiness. So if you are in a state of happiness, instead of instead of you craving for prolonging that state of happiness, what it. you do is you sit in it, yeah. absorb it. You understand what's going on. Understand, yeah. That's what I was saying before was like when you create the pain, like at the gym, mm -hmm. you create it. Like so yeah. when I like start feeling the pain, I dwell in it. Yeah. I like I let it sit. Yeah. Like I, and I, it hurts, and my mind's going to stop, and I'm like, yeah. let me just dwell here. This is good. Like yeah. I, I'm, I can like let me get used to it too. Yeah, it's like you're accustoming yourself to something that people throughout their whole lives choose to ignore and run yeah. away from. So like you're sitting in that fire type of thing. Like you're sitting in the pit yeah, of like fire. I said, there's a dancing in the fire. You're dancing. In the Cowards fire. run from it. Yeah, but it's a dance. Like yeah. regardless, like life is a dance, yeah. and like you, you, you can't always control the music. Yeah. But you can control the moves that you make and stuff. I like that. You, can, you know, yeah, like I that's like how that. I view it. Because all my life, especially during my more naive phase, I thought that I controlled everything. But then I yeah. but then I realized and I came to grips with the reality of things. It's like you can do the best that you can with the things that you are given and the things that you have at hand. Right. And then slowly work towards the things that you think you deserve. Yeah. And then throughout that journey of achieving the things that you think you deserve, you realize what you truly do deserve and what you don't deserve. And then it all goes through, you know, like a cycle. Like it's not it's not thinking that you have the whole world at your disposition, but you have to have that mindset. Right. And that throws people off because like yeah. occasionally I'll wake up and I think that a lot of people go through this too. It's like, I'll wake up a little bit more confident in myself and I'll go yeah. on social media. I'll post, I'm big into hip hop culture because yeah. of that, yeah, yeah. because of that mindset of like, right. you know, like, like I'm the shit. Jay-Z always believed in himself before he became a billionaire. And yeah. Like he would talk about him becoming the first billionaire. So like I'm into that mindset and I, and I use it as a way to like communicate and express myself. I'm the same way. But that's what motivates me. Like I like it. I like when people like I like when people talk their shit. Mm -hmm. But when they're like, I'm gonna be a billionaire when I'm twenty five. Yeah. I, I'm it's like, good. yeah, bro. Set you're gonna goals. be a billionaire when you're thirty five. Yeah. yeah. Go get yours. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Why not? Why am I yeah. oh this guy talking about he's gonna be a billionaire yeah. who do you think he is? No. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. Talk your shit. Do yeah. your thing. You know, you're gonna get yeah. it. That's super rare though. Like, yeah. you, like you represent. That's why I really wanted to have you on this podcast because I I told you this countless times already. It's like, it's so rare for you to have that growth mindset of yeah. like pushing each, like pushing someone up. Like, you know get, where that like starts, elevating bro? them. It starts, it starts with who you surround yourself with. One hundred percent, bro. Yeah. I swear to God, I'll kid you not. I everybody that I surround myself with, I mm -hmm. know. Like yeah. I I tell them like, bro, you're gonna make it one day. Yeah, like I tell my boy, you push them. Every single person that's around, with, and they're all successful. Yeah, for the re like, if you surround yourself with people who are gonna be like, ah, oh, you know, we yeah. might not make it out of here, la da 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 da. Like our situation sucks. Like that's you're the average of the five people closest to you. One hundred percent. So I can make the five people close to me. I want them to be better than me. Yeah. So what they say is like, if you're running a race mm -hmm. with five people and you come in first, what's why not run a race with five faster people come in last, but your time is better. Hmm. I like that. Yeah, your time is better. Yeah. So I, my the people that I surround myself with, that's good. Yeah. Tell me everything. Like, yeah. yo, you're a beast. Yeah. I'll comment on every single picture. They post ten pictures today. I'm commenting on every single one, and I'll share them all because yeah. I want I want everybody around me to succeed, and I want to push them forward. And I want yeah. them to push me forward. Yeah. And you know, you move as move as a unit together. Move as a unit. Yeah. yeah. That's so true. That's so true. You should see us, bro, in the gym. Like we're screaming at each other. Like like yeah. like like I feel like it's my when my boy's going. Mm -hmm. I think it's my set. Yeah. Like I, I'm the one going. So I'm you, in his ear and I'm in his head. I'm like, like, and I'll push him to do ten more reps yeah. than I did because, like, I just want you to grow. That's, and when you surround yourself with people like that, it's constant growth. It's like mm -hmm. 
every day you if you're not doing something, yeah, like you're like, holy shit, I gotta do something right now. And it's a genuine growth too. Yeah. And and you're acting as a unit, yeah. right? Just like you said, like it's not your set. Yeah. But it is your set. Yeah. It's like it's like that's why I put a caption on my one of my pictures. I was thinking about like I work my ass off every day. Mm-hmm. I grind every single day, mm-hmm. and I still because of the people I surround myself with. You're still motivated. I still think I'm not doing enough. Oh, even the okay. people I follow, even the people that's I follow, like when I see, for example, I see you reading a book, I'm like, I gotta go read a fucking book. Yeah, yeah. So I like, and that night I'll go and open a book because I'm like, I, I see other people gaining knowledge. I want to gain knowledge too. Yeah. it's not like it's very important. It's never negative. It's always like, <laughs> what can I take from it? It's motivating. Yeah, yeah bro. Yeah, I never yeah. look at it. why. Like, I won't yeah. even consume your content then. If your content makes me feel negative or negatively towards you, mm-hmm. why would I tend the time to consume it? Why would you enter, like entertain that type yeah, of energy bro. and stuff? Yeah. I wake up in the morning sometimes and I'll see I'll like go through my stories and I'll see people up at five AM like on the way to the gym, like mm-hmm. oh let's go. Yeah, I wanna go, go to the gym. Like, I wanna get it, you know? Like yeah. it's it's a gr- it should never be negative. It should never be negative. negative. No. Yeah. And just learn from people's ambition and like right. get that energy and use it towards right. yourself. I pull from everybody. Yeah. I have nine million sources of motivation. I'm big on channeling people too. It's like yeah. it's like channeling like people that I'm like inspired me, channeling yeah. people, channeling like pieces of art, channeling stuff that just motivates me and gets me yeah. going. Bro, I fan out on my boys. Like my yeah. boys will hit a PR and I I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm like, let's go. Like, you know, That's it's great. like yeah. I get happy. It's yeah. it's genuine. Genuine, bro. Yeah, yeah, it's genuine. It's not fabricated. It's not yeah. just for social media. It's not just it's real. Like it's yeah. there. And I think that genuine is something that you can't really fake. Right. Like you can fake it for the people who are, um, I guess, more more blinded towards it. But eventually yeah. even they pick up on it. Yeah. So for you to like have something sustainable, it has to be genuine. Yeah, bro. Cameras on or off. Doesn't matter. Cameras on and off. Because yeah. like that's what I think about. For example, I'm going to be like 100% transparent here. During this whole fiber fitness journey, like I felt at my lowest points, I felt the imposter syndrome to like the 10th potential. Yeah. It's like you feel that. It's yeah. like. You, like I would sit down, look at the podcast, look at all like all of these videos I did for YouTube about like documenting my journey, yeah. and then looking at it and thinking to myself, I'm like, am I who I portray myself to be? Am I really that person? Um, should I just quit right now? Like who am I? Like I start yeah. questioning myself a yeah, lot. I know, bro, I've been there. It's, yo, it's, it's like easy because it's easy to question yourself. It's easy it's to easy. question. Yeah. but it's um, easier than believing in yourself. That's why. That's why the dark space is good. Yeah, you yeah, find yeah. yourself yeah. and you're like. This is what I want to do. One hundred percent. Yeah, and it's very dark sometimes. Yeah. and it's and it's true. It's yeah. not like you can't fabricate that. No, you can't be like in the dark space and make up. It's like when you're there, mm-hmm. um, everything is genuine. It's like I got to do this, and I got, and yeah. you really find out who you really are. It's more objective, right? Yeah. So like, there's like, it helps you isolate from reality in general. It's yeah. like you're just there. Yeah, like, you got to do some really hard shit to get there though a lot of people don't like yeah. a lot of people won't understand what that dark space is no because they, they haven't gone there shit. Yeah. they haven't gone there and um so they're gonna be like, oh what are they talking about this dark space it's like for me it's like when i'm about to do some crazy weight or um when i'm about to embark on something that's really difficult they're not mm-hmm. only in the gym anything mm-hmm. um it's like how i like i know it's about to go down i know what's what it's gonna take for me to do that mm-hmm. and it's like i gotta go like i gotta like you gotta do some really hard shit. You're going into war. Yeah, it, that's what it is. To you're to like war. going into war, yeah. and it's like almost like you think about it as if your life is on the line. One hundred percent. Yes. And then it's like you tap into a zone that that some people can yeah. never tap into. Yeah. You tap in like I tap into zones, bro. That I'm like sometimes I do some things. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
How? Fuck, did I just do that? How did I do that? I look bro? back, like, I'll be in my car and like I'll be bullshit. like, <laughs> did I just do that? You know? 100%. Yeah, man. Yeah. And that's the ultimate way. Like, that's the, like, every person that revolutionized the world, every person that made the world, that left a dent on the universe, ha- like, I, I'm a huge believer in that, that they yeah. have a dark energy to them. Right. Because you have to have it. Like, you, you have, have to. to have that drive. Yeah. That's just like you said, it's do or die. Yeah. It could be something as simple as, like, Simple as like a PR, for example, at the gym, everybody around you could say, yo, relax. Like if you don't get it today, you could get it tomorrow. But like to you, it's like, you don't understand. You don't get it, bro. I'm not going to see my mom, my dad, if I don't finish this. If I don't finish this shit, my mom, they're like, what? Like, no, you don't get it, bro. Like, like, I'm going to die. And then people are like, no, you're not. You're going to be good. It's like I tapped into my emotions in their most raw form. Like the most raw emotions that like. Embrace anger. Embrace. Yeah. Uh resentment maybe yeah. embrace like everything and just channel it and just like use that for that that's why in, in yeah. the gym a lot because i have a lot of people when, I, when that happens with other people around me it's like like i told you they look and they're like oh he's there they'll look at i see them <laughs> look at each other and like he's there yo just don't even say anything to him because i'm just like yeah i'm like just i'm, like, I'm saving my mom right now yeah like, i'm in the middle i'm saving my mom right now i don't even see you yeah it's like i don't see anybody else that's all i see yeah you know and that's something that nobody can really teach you like no school will ever teach you like yeah. that's something can't be taught like you earn that through pain and suffering and through your scars so it's like accessing each scar and like using it to fuel you kind of thing. right and i'm just checking the time we we almost did two hours already stop jesus fucking christ all right um is there anything else that you want to like touch on any questions maybe subjects that you Are there any other questions on that list what else was there So we kind of touched on the whole, um, like, how do you get started at the gym yeah. type of thing, right? Yeah. It's like, um, basically, got, like, it's I, like confidence. To, it's to, like to getting started. from another perspective, like, if you want, if you say, like, you already have the motivation to lift, you don't know what to do, mm-hmm. you need a plan. Yeah. If you go to the long-term gym. Long-term plan, right? Right. Even short-term and long-term. Because yeah. if you go to the gym and you just don't know, what you like, you're like, oh, I'm going to go today. You're lost. And you're just going to go. You're going to do, like, some of this, some of that, some of this. And, like. You're not gonna see growth. That's the that's yeah. the hard truth about it. Is like if you're not doing the right thing, yeah, nothing's gonna happen. It's M- like your body will react. Yeah. So you need a you need a, a regimen. You need a plan yeah, to follow yeah. what you should do, what you mm-hmm. eat. So when you go there, you have a goal. Yeah. Like when I'm going to train back mm-hmm. at the gym, I'm thinking about back six hours before. Oh. Okay. I'm like mentally tapped in. Like this is what I'm doing today. I need to do oh, this okay, like this. Okay, I need okay, to do okay, this okay. like that. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm living it. You're already engaged. I'm already there. So once you. That's huge too. It's like um, yeah. living it in your mind yeah. so that once you get there, who fucking said that? Michael Phelps. Michael Phelps uh, has has a regimen that his coach taught him. It's like basically Michael Phelps, he lives every race in his mind. Before he races. Before he races with yeah. such intensity and such rawness and such authenticity yeah. that once he gets to that race, his coach says that he's not racing because in his mind, he already won. He already won. So he's just going yeah. through the motions. Right I do now. that especially like, I know the days I'm going to try to go for a PR mm-hmm. and the whole day, bro. So you're just... From when I wake up picture, yeah. to when I leave, yep. that's all I think about. Yeah, It's like, I'm there. And it's like, I, I hit that PR 46 times today before I even got to the gym Yeah, and here. Yeah, yeah. You know? That's what's up. And it's like, when are you going to do it? Because there's a quote. It's like, you you're, you only operate at 40% of your maximum capacity. Yeah. What your mind can do. Yeah. So you might say like, oh, today I can do this much weight, but that's... Mind-body connection thing. Actually, right? only yeah. 40%. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, when you can tap into that dark space like we were talking about... You can take it to 70 to 100. You start leaning forward. Yeah. You get to it. That's why, like, you know the whole, like, when the baby's under the car and the mom picks up 
the two thousand pound car mm -hmm. was did she just get stronger? Yeah. No, it's because yeah. the it's the it's because she's capable of doing that on a normal time, which is crazy. Yeah, what you're actually capable yeah, of doing. So when you're able yeah. to tap into that yeah. and access those emotions so freely, because mm -hmm. now I, I can almost do it at my will. Mm -hmm. It's like because I do it so often when you want to, and yeah, it just like, taps into. Yeah, I have to do that right now, yeah. and I'll go. Yeah, and I'll get in there. I know exactly what to think about and how to get there, and I'm, then I'm like, I'm in that zone. Mm -hmm. And it's like, you can't take me out of it. The only person that can take me out of here is myself. Yeah. And I feel like, again, every A-list celebrity, every actor, every, like everyone speaks about that, about like tapping into like their alter ego type yeah. of thing. So, yeah. So basically, if you're going to start at the gym, it's having a plan. Having a plan. And, and establishing that mind-to-body connection too. And it's like. Be committed to it. Don't say yeah. like Like if you're going to do it, do it all the way or don't do it at all. And be clear with your vision too. It's like, like, yeah. what's the reason why you're doing it? Like, yeah. If it's for like something that's not sustainable, if it's to impress the girl that you're talking to right now, yeah, no. it's not Forget gonna it. last two years from now. Won't you know? even like last not, a couple months, bro. Won't last a couple yeah. months. So it you has need to, to be. have. So, there's got to be something deeper. Yeah. It's got to be deeper than, than um, just like impressing somebody. It's got like, yeah. there's something deep rooted. It has to be for you. Yeah. It's something even like bigger than yourself too, because like that's what's big yeah. to me. It's like it has to be for you, but at the same time, it's so bigger than you are that. Yeah. I said something in a video the other day, and it's it's um the difference between hard workers and people who work hard. I saw that. I saw that. So um, yeah. spot on. It's too. easy for someone to work hard. Yeah. Anybody in the mm -hmm. world can work hard. You can get any person off the street, tell them come to the gym with me, mm -hmm. work hard, do this, do this, do that, and they'll do it. And it, but it's like you're gonna succeed when it's intrinsic. When you're a hard worker. When when you're like, no matter what. Like lights on, lights off. Like I said, raining, mm -hmm. snowing, holidays, whatever. You're a hard worker. It's you're like intrinsic. There. Like even when I don't feel like doing it, my body and my mind just take me there now. Yeah. Because it's, it just comes from within. When you work hard, it's like you'll do it when the, like I said, like the lights are on, the the, the stadium, the, yeah, people are watching. Wa people are watching. There, it's like it's like what about when it's dark and the gym's empty and there's no cameras and it's raining outside it's and just it's you twenty degrees you. out. Yeah. What are you doing then? Yeah, That's yeah. when the hard workers come out. Yeah. That's why on Friday night the gym's empty. Like, I'm there, the gym's empty. 100%. Sunday morning, Saturday night, gym's empty. Yeah. You know? That's when the hard workers are there. Not to say that people can't work out during the day. Of course, of course, yeah, yeah. But, like, you'll find out. The essence of it. The essence yeah. of it, yeah. Yeah. That's powerful. Yeah, bro. It's in, it's really yeah. intrinsic, bro. It's like, everything I can't even right. explain it anymore. People are like, yo, why do you do it? Like, why are you going every day? Like, what's the deep-rooted purpose? And it's like, because I don't know anything else. And, and, like, also, you can't really put it into words kind of thing. You know, yeah. like, you can explain it to the best of your abilities um you know just like we have right now about the whole dark energy but people yeah. will still listen and think like what are they talking about dark energy like yeah. i can't relate can't unless relate. you go through that and then and when you they feel it, it they're gonna watch your back and, and they're gonna be like, like holy oh, shit i knew what he was talking about yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah so it 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 has to come from personal experiences and yeah. pain and suffering but yeah so i think that we covered everything and um at the end of each episode on um, the last one i almost forgot at the end of each episode, basically what I like to do is um, kind of touch on what you said about like having a platform yeah. to like um, impact other people's lives. So at the end of each episode, I ask that each guest uh, looks into this camera right here and pretends that they're walking on the world stage right now, a platform that everybody is looking at you, everybody's listening, everybody has an earpiece plugged in that's translated into their language and they understand you perfectly. And you have this opportunity right now, no pressure, uh, to communicate a message that 
you think people should hear and it could be uh, anything like i've had people say like follow me on the gram like it could be anything mm. but you have this opportunity right now to impact and influence people and say something that you think that the world right now needs to hear so just take your time and do it. i like that question yeah i wish i thought about this <laughs> before what, like, I, what, I, what i would say yeah is have the courage have the courage to be warm when the world would prefer that you be cool. You know, don't be afraid to go against what everybody else is saying. Just have the courage to, to do the opposite or to stand out. That's what's going to separate you from the pack. So have the courage to be warm when the world would prefer that you be cool. That's, uh, That's powerful. Yeah, just set your own standards. Set your own standards. Your own temperature. Your Who own cares what everybody else is doing? I never, like, bro, it's like, I'm happy that I never really cared what anybody else thought. There was, like, yeah. times where I consider it, and it's like, nah. Like I'm just, I don't care. I don't care if I'm wearing red and you're all wearing black. Mm -hmm. I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. I like red. That's what you know. Like. I'm gonna say like I like red. If I want to wear blue, <laughs> and you guys say blue is ugly, yeah. and you. I like blue, fuck you guys. Fuck you. I'm wearing blue. <laughs> <laughs> so that's the message of the podcast. Fuck you if you like blue. I like red. <laughs> that's it. So thank you again for coming Appreciate on. It, thank thank, you, thank for you for having me here. Taking the patience uh, throughout the whole setup process. Um, I, you know, it's still working. It's still working progress. It's a dope um, studio, bro. And Sad. we're definitely going to do this again at the Fiber Fitness Studio. For sure. I want you to be one of the first people once it's open. Um, and hopefully then we'll do it, you know, live and we'll have like for a better sure, setup working. We got to do it again. I think we could talk for hours. No, 100%. We could have did this for 10 hours. And yeah. I looked at the <laughs> clock here and I was like, Oh shit! Like we like yeah. like like we did two hours. I forgot the cameras now. were there. We did two hours. <laughs> yeah. I I I only remember the cameras now because I told myself like I can't forget about the message at the end because like every conversation. Yeah, I, was, like, I forgot. So engaged. I forgot that was even there for a second. I looked yeah. at it. I was like, holy shit! It's, it's still a camera. I was like, where's the camera? Yeah. <laughs> and then the last one, like I for all, like I almost forgot about that last message thing because you have to look at the camera. Yeah. And then I was just so engaged in the conversation that I right. forget about that shit. Right. But yeah. So all right, guys. So this episode will be available soon on um, iTunes through the podcast app on your iPhone and YouTube. So stay tuned for that. And we're out.